Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast, the one podcast that can and possibly will save the world. I am your host, Tim Sherry. I am also the CEO of this wonderful podcast. We're coming back to you hardcore tonight. We got the full squad in effect. My boy Marky's back in the hizzy, and we're going to do a really, really <laughs> fun topic tonight. I fucking love top 10 lists, guys. I don't know what it is. I just fucking yeah. love them. I love, yeah, I love they're everything fun about as shit. I, yeah, they really I'm are. a big fan. I love getting into it. I love like seeing where you guys rank the shit. I love seeing how it hashes out in the end. Really mm-hmm. exciting. We'll do have a full top 10. We'll get into what that topic is in just a minute. Uh, well, actually, you probably know what it is if you clicked on this fucking episode yeah. as it was to, yeah. to watch. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in detail in just a few minutes. But of course, like always, we have to introduce the panel and i gotta kick it off like usual with my right hand man my coo my big bro he's the reigning defending undisputed best movie guy in the world the hot shot banker mr andrew sherry what's going on man hey i got a question for you the answer might be a spoiler Mm. what's in the box yeah 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 so i i'm excited about tonight i do like top 10 lists as well um so We'll get into that, but yeah, I'm just I'm on vacation this week. Nothing whoa, 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 nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing completely unusual, but you know, I've been just you know enjoying a staycation. So. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, and this is the end. This is the tail end of it. So, yeah. all right, excited for tonight. What's happening tomorrow? You going to the Harrow Club? You going to ruin the buffet down there? Or are you gonna? <laughs> you gonna... <laughs> Perhaps I'll get thrown out of a window. Yeah, you know, fucking driving around a blue Chevy Nova. Disable an undercover (laughs) unit with a banana. Banana? Yeah. Is this the man? Is this the man? (laughs) Yes, sir. All right. Well, anyway, it's good to have you back here, Jay. Speaking of speaking of people, I'm happy to see. I got something bulging in my pants right now, and I am (laughs) happy to see you, DP. My boy, the producer, the editor, the hardest working man. On this podcast, another one of my big bros, Dan Sherry. What's going on, bud? What is happening? Happy to be here tonight. Uh, uh, let me say one thing uh, real quick for for the listeners, right? As you see, we're doing a top 10 list. I, I have my top 10 handwritten, and I will autograph it and send it to any listener that emails us. Mm-hmm. or messages us on social media we mm-hmm. can be found uh at movie council pod on all the socials and uh movie council pod at gmail send us an email i will autograph this baby and send it to you all right and, and also says, yeah. yeah oh we're also on youtube mm-hmm. at movie council pod and the top 10 uh mm-hmm. that we reveal at the end of this episode We'll be up on YouTube, so go check that out as well. And how's this? If you send us two emails, Marky over here will finger you with his penis. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? How's that grab you, huh? 
Is that a short curlies? Is that a thing that can be done? <laughs> Live in the deals. <laughs> Bring it in the customers. We'll get them up on Cameo in no time. <laughs> well, I knew, Mark, you would get that reference. Anyway, uh, speaking of which, let's sway it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, my bro, my brother from another mother. He is the very handsome, the very toit, the very sexual, the smooth, talking, Southern gentlemen, welcome back, Mr. Marky Bondarout. What's up, bud? Not much, man. Thanks, as always, for that intro. Very kind words. Boost my ego. It's a great start to the show. Glad to be back. Um, yeah, I had myself a vacation last week. I took the full week off. Went down to the beach. A little hurricane tried passing through. Ended up being uh, uh, a bit of a tropical storm by the time it got to us. But yeah, it was pretty nasty down there for a couple of days, but nothing... Uh, nothing dangerous um and yeah man ready to do this list um, i'm I, like you said dp or tw i'm curious to see where you guys yeah i know where some of you guys place old bp yeah. on the on the <laughs> scale here and movies but he's got a lot and i'm sure yeah. we're gonna get into a, a handful of them here yeah and not only that but i i think we're going to be probably having we've mentioned this before we're probably going to be having to do a lot more of episodes like this because there aren't going to be any new movies coming out anytime soon, I don't think. Mm. Uh, I mean, some. And then it'll come yeah. to a screeching halt unless something changes. Uh, so we'll, we, I think we're going to have to do a lot more of these. And hey, listen, we can do a, a top 10 actor, director, fucking whatever every goddamn week. Mm-hmm. Plenty of material. So, uh, but we'll, we'll get, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. Play it by ear each week. This is going to be a fun one tonight. Um, before we uh, get rolling here, um, DP, um, you got you and Mark. You both have something, right? But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta oh, yeah, roll something first, right? Yeah, we both got some news, but obviously we know if there's going to be any news. <laughs> All right, now we can get into some news. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I I've only got one thing, so let, let me kick it off. Uh, because I found this quite interesting. Uh, this past week, uh the website Vulture came out with an article uh, and the title of the article, the decomposition of rotten tomatoes, the most overrated metric in movies is erratic, reductive and easily hacked. And yet Mm. has Hollywood in its grip. And this guy goes deep dive, go check it out on Vulture. It's a great article, but like this deep dive into how like PR firms pay, uh, certain people to give it good reviews so it'll get a higher score and yeah also pay them if they give it a bad review to like post it elsewhere where rotten tomatoes doesn't you know calculate that and so they totally cheat the system and how rotten tomatoes really does kind of suck as a way to judge movies like you know back in the day there were reviewers whose like opinion you trusted and you knew so like if you have the same taste as them you know you you read their review and you're like all right now go see this movie but now i mean it's really hard to tell how good a movie is based on you know the ridiculous ridiculous amount of people they allow to be critics and just how yeah insane the industry has become with how important rotten tomatoes is and yeah it's a very interesting article but i imagine that's been going on for oh yeah 
Yeah, they've yeah, been that, doing that, it for a while, surprised. paying for reviews. That's and, probably what happened yeah. with You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, because 97% <laughs> for that fucking slop that I fucking watched yeah. for 100 minutes last week. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I enjoyed that movie, but there's no way that's like should be 97 percent like it's a, joke. It, it's a good fine movie it's you know, like, like a three like three and a half star movie the new flash movie is fucking awesome it's in like what the high 70s low 80s something like that yeah i know blue beetle is but i which mm-hmm. i haven't seen but um but yeah i'd put cool. i'd put flash at 70s i thought flash was awesome but yeah i thought it was the best dc movie and i thought it wasn't as good as the worst marvel movie mm-hmm as DC just can't get it right. I'm excited for this new James Gunn era. I don't think. Wait a minute. Th- it's not as good as the worst. Have you seen that fucking one? Uh, Eternals? Yeah, it's way better than Eternals. Yeah, you might it's change better than Quantum Mania. It's better it's... than Wonder, Wonder Woman 84. I stand. Yeah. Correct. Oh, that's DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're right. There. That's DC. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84. Oof. That's DC, um, though. DP's right. Yeah. yeah that yeah. movie blows. But it is terrible. Yeah. Anyway, well, DP, that's great. I'll look into that. Um, mm. the, the article's on Vulture, you said? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Check that shit out. Yeah, oh, yeah I'll, I'll go, go to at Movie Council Pod on Twitter, and I'll uh, I'll tweet out the article. You mean X, bro? That's oh, yeah. Do it. X, man. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, our, our resident news guy's got some shit too, right, Marky? That's right. A whole oh. lot of gossip this week. Well, hmm. I t- you know what? We probably need to set it up again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Now you're ready, Marky. All right, Marky, who died? Oh, no obituaries this week. Hey, But I got some real sewing circle shit. You ladies ready to sit down and hear some gossip? Hey, Timothy Chalamet has been spotted with one of the Kardashians, the younger Ugh. ones. Yeah, I don't know which one. Uh, I I wrote I started to write down her name and I misspelled Kylie it. Kylie or which one. Kendall or it's whatever. the one that the was Jenner. married. The uh, maybe not married, but had the baby with Travis Scott. Yeah. Um. So there's been some one Tim- of them. Her. One of the Jenners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I've yeah, I've got an even deeper line into the Kardashian abyss. Uh, mm. My wife pays too much attention to that shit and in her internet circles there's been mm-hmm. rumors that uh chris jenner that mom that evil archetype has mm. set this uh daughter up with timothy timothy chalamet the idea is that she found the whitest white boy to put her in front of a camera to try and whitewash the shit that happened with her and travis scott you know there was some fatalities at a travis scott concert oh that's right that she was attending yeah and then uh, apparently the kardashians pr didn't handle it very well and so to fall back and punt they've put this girl with uh the equivalent of a medieval shoe Mm -hmm. that is timothy chalamet to try and erase people's memory of what travis scott's uh concert did so that's the first bit. Next, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner, of course, from uh, Game of Thrones. Tall, redhead, very mm-hmm. fine. They were married. Not anymore. They're getting a divorce. Hey. Ooh, um, no. Yeah. Is that who was calling me the other day? I, <laughs> yeah. Joe. Joe was calling me. Joe Jonas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, him. They've uh, they've got a, 
at least a couple kids together. Um, she just rapped on a series. He's he's blaming her for being uh, too wild or some shit. But yeah. uh, apparently he's got a track record. He's like the male version of uh, Taylor Swift. He just bitches about all of his exes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Sophie Turner is available, gentlemen, if you yeah. can find yourself in the UK or whatever high-end um, society circles she hangs out in. Yeah, can I just say one thing about that? Taylor Swift, right? Like she's, uh, I, I'm not up with all the gossip, but I know she's got a bunch of like famous guys she's dated, and they broke up with her. How horrible of a person must she be, right, to look like that and make that and much have, money, and have that many guys dump you? <laughs> like, wow! I like for her, you put up with a lot. Oh and yeah, yet you clearly they couldn't put up with her. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. She's just going to be a toxic twat, is my right. guess. Right? Oh, she's going to be I can't, horrible. <laughs> I just, I have a quick question for DP that we just mm. brought up. Chris uh, Jenner, DP. Mm-hmm. W- would you? Would you? Yeah, you know. What yeah, I, would. I, th- I think I would too. I think just I would to too. See how I stack up against OJ. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's not every day you get that fucking bucket list <laughs> shit right there, man. Eskimo That's brothers. a unique one. Yeah, yeah. Not many people have that on their list, right? Yeah. yeah. OJ Eskimo brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take it. That yeah, that's a check mark in the win column for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, two two more pieces. Yeah. You yeah. Got that on your bingo card. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> Cross that shit off. <laughs> bingo! I got bingo. Al Pacino. Remember, he had a uh, a kid about three months ago with a young woman named Noor Alfala. She's like 29 years old. Al Pacino, 83. They have split. They are no longer oh, together. Yeah, I thought oh. that one was going to go the distance. You know? really wait, did. wait, hold on. <laughs> Talking. Yeah, yeah, I really... He didn't stay with him? Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Yeah. The baby still has placenta on it and she's yeah. like, I'm out of here. Yeah, that had that had about as much chance as like Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. Like that was like <laughs> twenty nine. That bitch cashed in fifty four years apart. Fucking Jesus hell, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. All right. Last last bit of news here, boys. There. You remember uh, Hyde from Always Sunny or Hyde from uh, that '70s show? Oh, Andy yeah. Masterson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Convicted. 30 years in prison for these, for these rape ah, charges. Woof. I didn't even know. I, did I didn't not even know he was under. That. I didn't even know he was under. Yeah, yeah I remember so hearing the stories, but I didn't that know he case, got arrested and was on trial. Uh-huh. Hey, oh. it's, it's been going on for a while. You know, he's mm. uh, he's part of the Church of Scientology. Oh, and well. I probably they, didn't hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly got why. some power. Yeah. yeah. They got, they got so lawyers, apparently, as what. Well, Sorry, but let me back up because I don't know all the details very well. But from what I have heard, the women that he attacked were also part of the church. And the church, Uh, being who they are, were were doing what they do and Mm -hmm. sweeping it under the rug, trying to hide it. Uh, Leah Rimini, she was one of the people in the corner for these girls. And she was a a big person that was bringing this stuff to light wasn't letting it mm. die and was, you know, staying on it, kept bringing it up. Marky, so yeah, the trial quick, ended up going through. 
she she started like a TV show yes. years ago, a documentary mm-hmm. about her fighting against Scientology. So this yes. has been going on a long time with her. Yes. Sorry to cut you yeah. off. No, Sorry no, to put no. that in. That yeah. this battle has been going on for at least a decade with her. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good side note. Yeah, because she was like born into it. Like her yeah. parents, I think, were members. And yeah. so she was since a kid, and then she got out um, I don't know how long ago, 10, 15 years ago or something. Yeah. And yeah, she's been very outspoken against them. Um, I watched the whole documentary series. It's it's okay. I did staggering. Too. It's yeah, staggering. It's <laughs> now I've got no sympathy for a rapist, but I do think it is, and I'm not saying that he should get any less time. But I've just never heard of anybody getting 30 years for rape. I think that's that's pretty wild. You well, know, how usually, many? How many? Was he just convicted of the one? I it was more than one. I don't know well, how many. Two, three, something. Um. There must be something else in there. I mean, like I said, I don't think he should get any lesser of a charge. You know, fuck the dude. 30 years is fine with me. You could do more for all I care. But you just never really hear about, you know, unfortunately, what you typically hear is like two, three years for some of this shit. So for somebody to get 30 years, like what, well, well, what actually went down? I mean, no, I mean, a, a first degree rape will get you 10 years. So I mean, oh, if we're talking okay. multiple. Oh, yeah. Multiple ones here. What's that? What's that legal term, DP, to run concurrently uh, or is that the other consecutively. way? Consecutively. Yeah, currently, okay, yeah, yeah. they're, yeah. Combined, right, right, right. right. Like, yeah. So, I mean, if they're if they're running those consecutively, he could easily do 30 years. Oh, I got you. If it's and like, he'll if probably it's three... get out. Yeah. Right. Three women and yeah. uh, first first degree rape, whatever they would call it. Rape, yeah, uh, rape. Um, <laughs> What's a rapist? Mark down the time on that one. Thank you. New soundbite. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he can. That it, it, I don't think it's 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 staggering, but this justice system, I'm sure he'll probably be out in like thirty months. So I know, right? Fucker. But yeah, um, he's yeah, rich, dude. so. Yeah, well, is I don't he, know. I don't know. So, maybe well, the, all right, the that's why maybe not, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the church maybe uh, help pay for this shit, you know, since he's a mm, member. They and all have that. money. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they do. They don't have to pay taxes, motherfuckers. Cross, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a crock Sounds, of shit. Yeah. Bunch of twats. All right. All right what sucks about that for me is, um, it, at least back in the day, I a lot of people told me that I remind them of Hyde from that '70s mm. show. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a physical thing or just like, you know, kind of a snarky asshole thing or it's probably more that. <laughs> yeah, I, Definitely I think more that, that was it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I got that a lot back in the day. And now Hyde is a yeah, convicted rapist. So it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Rape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? We need to hear it now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right well uh mark that's it for else? the news that's nope. it for the news all right well um dp uh had a had a question of the week and i uh he posted earlier today and i joked around with him and he got really sensitive about it so we <laughs> i gonna... just thought you didn't want to do it oh, so i figured we weren't doing it god you used to have like no feelings at all and now it's like that's why i just figured you go meant back you didn't to that care. Should and you didn't want to do it. Days, all right. Though. Knock it off, you. All right. It's all right. There it is. There, there he is. All right. All right. Okay, you know. Jack. <laughs> Look, Dan. All right. So, all right. So, all right, GP, you got something for us, right? Yes, you I do. You? The, the, the question of the week. The, the get know, to know the movie council. It, that's week. what we call it, baby. The get to know the movie council. Uh, this yes. one, I wanted to kind of have a, 
you know, positive spin on it. You know, last mm-hmm. week we talked about being criminals and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, TW, of course, uh, let us know. Yeah, I'd like to be a low-level meth dealer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it seems fun. Yeah, so 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 we're going positive this week, and I, I was wondering I, if you guys, Eisenberg, yeah. yeah, if you guys could tell us uh, about a time where you got a compliment from someone that just like, you know, really fucking kind of hit you and mm-hmm. made you feel good, and you remember it to this day. Mm-hmm. And this guy, and you know, not from your parents, obviously. I know normal parents tell their kids they're great and they love yeah, them and I stuff. Not our, not our parents. Yeah, we didn't experience that, but we know other people do. So, <laughs> so we're ruling out parents. But you know, uh, a compliment from someone else. <laughs> How about you, oh, Mar- Marky? You, you missed uh, last week's question, so why don't you kick yeah. us off this week with your with your compliment you received? All right. Um... I'm sure if I dug a little bit deeper, I could find something that might be a little bit more, more uh, uh, endearing or sweet. But there's mm. the first one that came to mind was this uh, this trip I was on, and it was a friend's mom that told me that I I had a really nice smile, and mm. that's ever since then I've just been cheesing like a motherfucker, you know, I've been showing off yeah, my fucking right? pearls. What happened after that with the with the mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, come on. smile. No, no, it was uh, not that kind of trip. Um, not like naughty America right. about to happen here or anything. No, no nothing like my that. My friend's hot mom. <laughs> Don't play dumb. Don't play dumb with me. You all know. If, <laughs> if I could get uh, another one real quick. Uh, yeah, go for this it. job that I used to have. I used to answer the phone a lot, and this customer called one time, and right when I answered the phone, she was like, "Oh my, you have a sultry voice." And I was like, oh. oh Excuse the listeners, me? no. And she was like, "No, excuse me. Keep talking." And I was like, mm. "Uh, <laughs> you called me." <laughs> so, I guess um, you know, it, it didn't really change the way I talk at all. But uh, mm. I, I, I guess it put it in my mind that, like, I guess there's uh, I, I do have a deeper voice than I thought, and some broads mm. tickles their loins. So that's the way I talk. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put sultry into my superlatives from now on. Mm. I'm introducing you at the beginning of the show, but Marky, I will say that I remember a little while ago my friend Madison mentioned something. I fe- I don't know if she used the word sultry. It was something to that effect though about his voice. It's it's just sexy. It was like something to that <laughs> shittless. So uh, I think you've thrown sultry in there before. She, she listens to the podcast. I imagine she did. Now she hates me like most people. But, so I don't know if she does. Um, but but she yeah she was a big fan. She's like his voice right is, his voice is just so it's it's so relaxing and <laughs> something about pleasuring herself to, to it yeah something yeah. about a weird dream I don't know it was something <laughs> it was a vibrator no um so it uh, it was something it was, it was what it was complimentary that's all yeah. I'm trying to say here. Well, thank you. That. That's all I'm grasping. Yeah. You do, you know, Mark. Yeah, was this person uh, a, a pseudonym, a, uh, a a synonym for yourself? Yeah, that's my <laughs> yes. alter ego. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, now that we're bringing it up, you do have quite a voice. I will give you. That. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, all righty. Uh, how about you, TW? You got one for us? Yeah. Um. My like most um good stories from my life. This uh, happened a very very long time ago. Um. <laughs> from when i was wrestling um and you know what you guys were actually there this night dp and uh, aj you guys schlepped your asses about three and a half hours out to fucking canaan new hampshire to watch me wrestle 
um, one night. And uh, I opened the show with Maverick. This guy, Matt, you guys know Maverick. Maverick Wild. Guy had mm-hmm. probably been in the industry even at that time when I was like 19 or 20 years old. He'd probably been in the industry about 15 years at that point. Had a cup of coffee with the WCW. Terrific worker. Um, great, great mm-hmm. guy. We worked a lot together. But this is one of our first times we ever worked. I think it was actually our first singles match we ever worked. And we opened the show that night. And by the way, I don't again, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was this little playhouse in Canaan. But it was mm-hmm. um it was fucking jammed because um when you live in a place like Canaan and they say, Hey, there's a wrestling show Saturday night, guess where you're going Saturday night? <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Absolutely nothing else. There's so, nothing. Yeah. Or if you live in any of the surrounding towns, you are going. It's either that or fucking throw shit off the bridge. Those are like your only two (laughs) options, right? So um, the place was packed. Like, Mm. probably, probably, my guess was probably three, four hundred people packed into this fucking little playhouse. And it was electric in there. And uh, Maverick and I opened the show. And we were just told to go out and just do ten minutes, do something quick. And Maverick was the champion at the time. And uh, it was the non, it was a non-title match, you know. I hadn't earned it yet, you know. Right, yeah. So yeah, you're um, still green, very. And so yeah. uh, before the match, you know, Maverick and I was just like, we decided it was it was basically going to be a track meet. No, really, no rest holes, nothing. It was just going to be balls to the wall, hard hitting, and you know, you remember those matches. He and I used to just lay shit in hard, and it was the matches were good. They were tight, and uh, so we went, and it was fucking flawless. Just ten minutes, a ten minute sprint flawless i come back we're getting like the i'm i'm go i go for like seven or eight pins in a row i'm getting like the one two and he kicks out in the crowd oh like oh, yeah and then bang stops me hits his finish one two three gets out of there right mm-hmm. and then you know i i you know I, I sell it i get up you know i'm getting like a fucking standing o from the crowd yeah. i'm just like this is fucking amazing right but i get in the back and maverick is standing there waiting for me and he's totally blown up just he's hot, and I was too, just totally huffing and puffing. And he could not stop fucking hugging me. But he was oh. like, That was fucking incredible. And he's just like, yeah. like oh. a 15 year veteran. And he's hugging yeah. me. And then you know, I'm like, And I'm, we're both trying to catch our breath. And he like kind of let go and have his hand on my shoulder. And he's like, Dude, you fucking hit that. Just, and then fucking hug. He must have hugged me like six times in a row. And like <laughs> to the point where the boys were like, Do you guys need a, some privacy or <laughs> you need a fucking room yeah. here in Canaan? Because I don't think you can find one. Um, so he was just like he was like that was one of the best matches I've worked. He's like I can't tell you the uh, last time I had so much fun in the ring, and uh, oh, that was amazing. that hit me to that to this day that's, best compliment I ever got when I was wrestling. That was it. That's the yeah. best, that's the most fun I've had in the wrestling ring in years. So ah, that was the compliment. That's fucking awesome. That's a really great cool. night. Great night. And I got yeah. I, they paid me like four hundred bucks that night. Woo! By <laughs> far the most I ever made. Yeah, so, great night. That's really cool, man. What, what were yeah, the girls awesome. like out there in uh, Canaan? You said Canaan. We didn't stay. My mom came up that night too. We all because they, I drove up yeah. early in the day. They drove back, and I think my mom came back with me, so I didn't have to drive back from Canaan alone in the middle yeah. of the night, like driving down the highway. You know, not even any fucking street lights. It was just, right. it was mm-hmm. but um, the broads out in Canaan. I'm not sure. I didn't hang around that night. Not not like yeah. Fall River, baby. That was like Fall River. Yeah, Fall River. Woo. I miss those ladies. <laughs> Good nights. But yeah, great. That was a, a that match was fucking oof, just electric. A lot of fun. That's Crowd fucking awesome. Too. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Um, and I I, I feel like mine's gonna kind of uh, not 
be nearly as cool, but it, it's still one that I think about all the time. Um, uh, back in the day, uh, actually, God, this is about 17, 16, 17 years ago, um, I used to, uh, I, I started out coaching gymnastics, and then the gymnastics team I was coaching kind of disbanded. So I went and I started coaching cheerleading, like tumbling for cheerleaders, you know, mm-hmm. back hand swings, back tucks, all this. Um, and, and I ended up uh, working for um, a col- Bentley College, or I guess they're Bentley oh, University yeah. now. Yeah. I coached their cheer- cheerleading team. They used to come to our gym every like Tuesday and Thursday. I taught them tumbling. And it was, yeah, it was fucking great. It's, you know, me and college cheerleaders. (laughs) And they paid me to be there. It's like, you know, win, win, win. But I, I, like, I really liked these girls and uh, they were cool. And I'll never forget, there was this one night um, just before class was starting, you know, like I came in, they're all sitting on the floor stretching out. And one of the girls said to me, she's like, oh, so, you know, we were talking the other night about, you know, like winning the lottery and who do we think like deserves to win the lottery? And we all agreed it should it, it would be you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, it, it, it's a weird compliment, but like it really fucking I was like, ah, oh, that's really fucking nice. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> like, it's like, bitch, uh, I taught you a back handspring. Let's take yeah, it easy. You yeah, know, but uh, I think it was also. You know, at the time, Aiden was like four or five years old and he was always there with me. Mm. And so, you know, I was single dad with a four year old kid. So, um, yeah. And they, they told me they think I deserve to win the lottery. That's <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And it, it was just really nice. And I it like, again, like I said, it's been 17 years. I still fucking remember it distinctly. I remember the girl who said it and like where she was sitting. And I, yeah. It, 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 it was a good one. <laughs> I, I wish you won the fucking lottery too. I, I know, right? <laughs> the I only reason I still play uh, the lottery is because I yeah. was told I deserve to win it. <laughs> yeah. What we're yeah. learning from this is that some kind words can go a really long way. Yeah, they really with you. fucking can. Yeah. So, AJ, how about you? Give it. Give some kind words you received that have uh, stuck with you through the years. Yeah, this is probably going to be a really gray area because nobody really compliments me. Oh, oh, here, nice here we go. Here we go. Here comes the sleeper. But, no, yeah. not really. Yeah. Um, so in my job, like from entry level up to a certain point, if jobs become available to apply for, you just you apply for them internally right. if you mm-hmm. want them. If you want to get promoted in right. If there's a promotion outside your office or whatever, you just apply for it. And that goes with like branch manager. But when you're in that position, you know, you can seek out other positions, which I've done. 2018, I was in, uh, I was in a branch. I'd been there for about four years. And um, guy who was, would become an executive at the bank several years later, just recently, uh, there was a position open in one of our like one of our flagship sort of towns, like a place where we're very embedded, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, it's an important post. It's like a place where they really need somebody that's, and it was a va- uh, someone experienced, someone that, you know, can, you know, that they trust. And 
it was the position had been open for a few months. It wasn't something that was on my radar. The previous manager had been let go and um, they were struggling. And this person called me and asked me to apply for the job. So that was like just a huge, I don't know, just a huge, like, I don't know. And I immediately ego boost, right? Like you fucking all something wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It, the moment he, I hung up the phone with. He just said he didn't. He just asked me to, and he said, "You know, you can do whatever. You know, you're you're happy where you are. That's fine. But you know, mm-hmm. you know, but we think we you, think you, you're we, better we than think, where you're at right now. We think they. We think this is. You know, we'd like it to see you. I don't know if I was the first person he called or not, but it doesn't <laughs> matter, right? Like it doesn't matter. At this he point. called you. Yeah, he called me. Um, and so the moment I hung up the phone, I went and applied for the job. I'm like, I'm just going to, I mean, this wasn't on my radar, but I thought, you know, the, if the, the mm-hmm. company, if the company thinks as much of me, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Oh yeah. And I think it, it pushed me to another level in my career. And, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm, you know, probably one of the most highly respected managers at the bank mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's wild. It's because I just, I went ahead and took on these. The moment I, I took that job, I realized like the responsibility I have with the company, and I think that just right that pushed me to another level. So yeah, yeah. it just it's nice to hear it. Actually, the VP of my company right. said to me the other day that because we're expanding all the stuff in the program that I run, and she pulled me aside and was like, "You realize we couldn't do any of the stuff that we're doing with this if it wasn't for you, right?" Like this program's been here for nine years. We've never done anything like this until you got here. So it's like, and sometimes you don't know. I had no idea. I was like, "Are you mm-hmm. like you being serious right now?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm being serious." And you sometimes you don't know because work is like a slog every day, and everything's the same. And a lot of times people don't stop and tell you. But like, it, it, it is really nice. Yeah. At that mm. point, I I kind of before I got that phone call, I was four years, four plus years, like at the same location, and. I guess moving wasn't really on my radar, although it should have been. And I think that's right. sort of like that was sort of push. Yeah, that was the push I needed. Yeah, that yeah. was the push to kind of like say, "Hey, I'm better than just staying." Like, you know, we have a lot of managers that are just they've been in the same office for mm-hmm. you know, over a decade, but and you know that yeah. they're doing a, that. There's something to be said for that too. You know what I mean? But yeah. that was not. I think once I got that phone call, I realized that was not the path I was meant to be on. To take on challenging assignments, right. I was thought of more highly than than I even thought I was. Yeah, so. and, and to push you to the point where you can take vacation fifty one yeah. weeks of the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Work that's one. that fifty second. You were at the Bilderberg Group. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With the pheasant head right. on, precisely. precisely all week. Uh, uh, it's not that I put way too much into my job. I mean, I take a lot of vacation, obviously, but like, yeah. <laughs> I think the 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 work that I do, I I realize is valued, and we should all mm-hmm. feel that feel that yeah. way because yeah. you spend so much time there, you know. Right. Yeah. So, right. yeah, that's a good one. Very yeah. nice. Love so, it. Love it. righty. All right. Well, anyways, guys, yeah, let's do it. So I don't think there's much transition here. We're just gonna no, just do yeah, it. Just yeah, like a hard left turn. Yeah, just you know, pull up the e-brake and cut uh, it. And uh, AJ wants to take a quick, a quick yeah. to get a brew. All right, sounds good to me. All right, boys. So we are into the crux of the evening. the The topic that brought us all here, 
Uh, like we said in the intro, going to be having to do a lot more stuff like this with the lack of new movies coming out. Although there's some. We're going to keep our eyes open. Yeah. But, there, there's uh, still a we, few that are basically just getting a little, you know, finishing polish put on them. Yeah. And they'll be released in the next couple months. But yeah. And then and after that, much, yeah. after that, it's just going to be the movies we have. That's mm-hmm. it. Nothing else. So this there's is good. Um, yeah, we've done a lot, uh, a few of these, these top 10 lists in the past. Um, we did, you know, gangster films one night. Um, what was the other one we did? The one that, oh, well, we did our 2022 top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, these, these are fun episodes. Cause again, we, you know, we, we, we really get to get into really a deep dive into a certain person or a certain genre. And we get to see where everything falls with each person, which is really interesting, at least for me. So, uh, tonight we are doing Brad Pitt's top 10 performances. So mm-hmm. again, this is not Brad Pitt's are like our favorite Brad Pitt movie like the movie itself, it's mm-hmm. his role, his 10 best roles, according to us. We're going to count it down. We're going to go one at a time. We're going to start with our least favorite, go all the way from 10 to 1. Um, obviously, some are going to, you know, we're all going to, uh, you know, I don't want to say any of the names of the movies yet, but obviously we're some are going to duplicate and triplicate and quadruplicate, right? Right. So we'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So I, I think we just started up, right? Yeah. Um, can can I... I uh, yeah. Can I just say one thing that I think is going to be interesting about this one too okay. is, um, well, at least for me, when it came to like the gangster movies and the best movies of 2022, mm-hmm. in order to generate a list of the movies, I pulled up other top 50 lists, top 20 lists, whatever. With this one, I just went on to IMDb and looked at his list of movies. It's so a- I don't have any other you know, influence on me, like ranking wise. So this went totally just by my personal feelings on my favorite performances from him, you know? So, yeah. yeah, And I kind of had a feeling because it's much easier to find a list of his movies by going on IMDb, you know? So I I think this is going to be a very interesting top 10 list. And I can't wait to hear what, what you guys got on yours compared to what I have on mine. So all right, so yeah, I'll kick it off. And here's the thing: I want to kick it off with a movie that I don't think is actually going to be on anybody else's list. Okay, uh, which is okay. I just, but I wanted mm-hmm. this movie to be heard because um, this is a movie that, for me, this was the first time I ever saw a movie where I, I was like, "Whoa, this guy's not just a pretty face. This guy can actually fucking act." Um, and uh, again, it, it's it's actually a movie that did quite well. Um, and it go, but it goes back a ways. And again, it's a little boring. But I just want it there. I want it to be represented tonight because I think it's a very good movie. And it was my one of my first really like first Brad Pitt, Pitt movies that I thought he well, this guy's actually pretty good. So, um, and that is his uh, 1992. He plays a character called Paul McLean in a movie called A River Runs Through It. Mm. It's uh, it's a Robert Redford flick. It was actually nominated mm-hmm. for a couple of Academy. It won, I believe, Best Cinematography. Um, at the Academy Awards. Um, good movie, a little boring. Craig Sheffer's the lead. Um, but Pitt, Pitt plays Pitt plays a um a guy who is just living at uh living back home in a small town. It's set way back. I forget what when the hell this movie's set, way back in the day. Uh, but he's just he plays this kind of drunken, womanizing, gambling guy and his brother is more of a very straight laced uh guy and the dichotomy between the two of them is great i think it's a really good performance from pitt um so i just wanted it on the list so i that's my number 10 i give that one point 
So nice. Never seen it. I've heard the title though. I know it's uh quite uh it's a bit of a like a not cult movie, but it's pretty well regarded. I mean you said it won mm. those awards and all, so yeah, it was nominated, but like the thing for me too is it was when I was like in like the early to mid-90s when it first came out, it was like always on HBO. So every time mm-hmm. it was on, I'd watch it. Um, I really enjoyed it. So I don't know. Check it out sometime. It's not going to knock your socks off. It's not very exciting, but um, right. great acting in it. Good story too. So give it a, give it a shot. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I too have never seen that one. So, but I, I'm familiar with that. I just never yeah, actually watched famous, it. Yeah. Yeah. Give it, give it a run. So it's Robert Redford. So I mean, yeah. Right. And, and your boy, Tom Skerritt is in it. Oh, I am a big uh, fan of Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Circus stunt fly, but no, he didn't say that. The other guy said that. All right. But anyways, um, all right, so we're going to go in this order, that which means, uh, AJ, kick it off with your number 10 Brad Pitt favorite performance. Go. Oh, God. I've struggled with, like, 10 through 8 here. Oh, All right. Boy. Do it. Do it. Because I just... Do I, it. I don't know, like, performance-wise, like, what are we, what are we saying? Like, It's personal to, to you. Does he yeah. have to be, like, in a certain part, amount of the film? Uh-huh. No, uh, no, because I think for me, this is a very, very small role, mm-hmm. but okay. but he's really he brings like humor to it, and it's early, early ish in his career, and that's true romance. Yeah, I thought about that too, AJ. Mm-hmm. Very small. Oh. What's his name in it? Floyd? Is that yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's I love the, the, the roommate. Stoner roommate. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's fucking awesome. Michael, Michael Rappaport's character. Uh, mm-hmm. They're roommates. It was Michael Rappaport, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, I think he's hilarious in it. I think he's, you know, it's not a big role, but Mm-mm. like I said, I, I struggle with 10 through 8, where it's like, some of his bigger roles, I actually don't think I would put here because I just don't think they're 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 great enough. They're good enough to be top ten. What year so, was your romance again? Ninety six. Ninety six. Wow, is that like so? Legends okay, yeah. of the Fall, ninety two. I've got some other ones on my list that are. Uh, you know, he was quite mm-hmm. prolific in the mid nineties. So ninety six, yeah. like he's got a bit of a name for himself at that point. Ninety three, true romance. Oh, 93. Okay, that, Sorry. That's okay. That makes more sense. So he's a, he's a bit yeah. young in his career then. Yeah. Very. But, yeah. It's a year after a river runs through it, though. So I mean it was mm-hmm. I mean that, that was a pretty star-studded true romance is a is a pretty star-studded cast. So I mean right. he, he having a lower role on. No, I like him in that age. I had actually considered that one for my list. So. Mm. I mean, I, I yeah. I I guess I guess, you know. He has a lot more media roles that we're going to get to later. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But this one does show uh, some interesting uh, parts of him. Because yeah. he's not just like that, you know, he's not like the type, like, much after this, he had, like, become, you know, you know, a better quote-unquote actor. You know, he had that stage of his career where he's probably like the heartthrob type or whatever, but then he you know the acting came. You know the serious roles came around. You know, yeah, as he went along, but anyway, big time. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I, I like that. I like that pick. I'd it. So, all right, moving on. DP, your number ten, one point. What do you got? All right. <clears throat> uh, so for this one, 
one of the things I love about Brad Pitt and a lot of his uh, characters is like the weird like choices he makes and and in this one uh which i'll go ahead and say rusty ryan from oceans 11 and 12 and 13 for some reason like he made this choice where every single scene he's in he is eating something right whether it's just like a fucking bowl of yogurt or you know some popcorn whatever for some reason, the whole movie is fucking eating something. And it's just so weird and interesting. And yet, like, he pulls it off so well. Like, it, I, I got to imagine it's not easy to be able to kind of time that, make sure you don't have food in your mouth when you got to deliver your line and whatnot. So so I give him credit for that. And, you know, the character is just kind of a, a, a fun, you know, kind of cool guy, which I know that's pretty much he's playing himself but um but again i had a few movies that i could put here at number 10 and i went with with rusty ryan from the oceans 11 movie simply for that fun choice he makes to constantly be eating something (laughs) in every scene i just think it's so fucking weird and fun so i i went with oceans 11 as my number 10 dp do you you remember the episode of uh, always sunny with a cat in the wall oh fuck yeah i just watched that like a week ago (laughs) Do you remember they're talking to Charlie on the phone and he's like eating chips? Yeah. And then he gets to the apartment, he's still got the bag of <laughs> chips. Bag of chip? like, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, cat in the well. Never... Now you're talking my language. I never realized that. <laughs> you think about a third cat? All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Ocean's 11, one point for Rusty Ryan. All right. Marky. Good one. Good one. Your yeah, first... my number 10. Yeah, uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh yeah, my number 10 here. Um this is uh partially to make my wife happy. Not that she ever mm-hmm. listens to this podcast, but I will defend this choice. Um my number 10 is 1994 Legends of the Fall. Mm-hmm. All mm. around, I really like the movie. Brad Pitt's role in that, he reminds people that he is gorgeous and he mm-hmm. has long golden angel hair and (laughs) and he he can still be a man you know Mm -hmm. Uh, as we go through these movies i think we're gonna uh bring this back up multiple times that he is just a cool motherfucker yeah he exudes it he exudes cool and he's charming um one of the best looking males on the planet and hands down yeah but still walks around like I don't know. He's just he's just fucking cool. Yeah. Um right. And in Legends of the Fall, he plays like this uh rancher or this rancher's son. But and he's hanging out with this old Indian dude. So he's got like these habits of the these uh this Indian tribe and they go off to war, it's World War One. His younger brother gets killed and he ends up knifing a bunch of Germans <laughs> and taking their scalps <laughs> and goes out in the middle of the night. So Cool, really fun. cool scene in there, badass. Um, yeah, you know, taking Marky, some scalps, you, you know, Brad. Marky, have, have you ever knifed a German before, personally? <laughs> you know, <you're... laughs> in your, personally, no, I have, I have not okay. knifed a German uh, yet. I found okay. it interesting that you weren't um, answering right away. I was yeah. like, Ooh. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, another compliment coming, I thought. He took a trip to Argentina a few years ago. (laughs) On a couple of elderly dudes. (laughs) And as I said it out loud, though, I I realized that um, this isn't the only movie that Brad Pitt collects Nazi Nazi scalps. So that'll be Yeah, the only one. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. Here's a fun. And I want my scalps. Who's, here's a fun fact about the movie console. Uh, get to know the movie console. AJ mm. knows a guy. AJ knows a guy that killed a German. So that's, he does. That's really yes. <laughs> so, he wasn't necessarily a Nazi. But... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. it's just a fucking poor cab driver. But you know, hey, he was German, so I guess it counts, right? <laughs> what a fucked up story. Anyways, all right. So we gotta we gotta pick this up here. All right, we're into the second round. Here's another movie that. I think only one of you may have it on your list. If not, uh, definitely mm-hmm. two of you don't. Only because this is a movie I actually just watched recently, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and because I, I think very soon we might be doing um, a top ten zombie movie um, list. So I have got in my number nine spot. I've got uh, two thousand. Excuse me, thirteen. World War Z plays yes. a guy named Jerry Lane. Is Doctor Jerry Lane? Um, I just watched this a few weeks ago. I really liked this movie. Movie um, fucking rules. Yeah, I uh, I thought his he was great stupid. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I thought he was terrific in it. Um, well, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe it's more than one list, but um, really good underrated flick. And and the thing is, I think we might have even mentioned this before that people were angry about this movie because it wasn't true enough to the book. Yeah, but that. I never read the book, so I don't give a fuck. I just thought yeah. it was a really Max good movie. Brooks, I think. Yeah, and I thought uh, I thought Pitt carried the uh, for the most part did most of the heavy lifting in it, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought he crushed it. So that's my uh, that's my number nine. Two points for World War Z. It's a good choice. I yeah. do enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you all right aj your number nine slot for two points give it to me damn it again (laughs) will you you just do it (laughs) yeah fuck's sake do it Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna put i haven't seen this movie in ages but you know i I remember the entire cast being really good in sleepers so aj Mm. I had that, that fucking it, rules that it got bumped out late for me, but I mm-hmm. did have sleepers in there. Um, I love Pitt in this movie. He kind of plays a fucking idiot. Well, he plays an intentional idiot um, for obvious reasons in the movie. Um, great cast. Very uh, depressing movie. Mm. But I thought Pitt was good in it. Yeah, but it's but it's a. I mean, it's a, It's very. It's like ensemble, so there's no like clear like to me mm-hmm. is there a clear lead in this not really what's his face um uh, not denaro plays the priest I mean, I forget bacon the... kevin bacon is the bad guy kevin bacon. he's so Patrick good at that something or whatever we gotta, we gotta do a top yeah. 10 kevin bacon list oh fuck yeah i'm all in <laughs> on that baby yeah he's so good at sleepers by the way uh, you boys are gonna rot in hell. But anyway, Jason Patrick, that's, an, that's uh, the guy. Patrick Jason something. Patrick. Jason I, Patrick. I, I yeah. guess if, if you had to, I guess he's the lead. But yeah, no, it's mm. a lot. It's an ensemble cast. You're right. Yeah, I like well, that movie. Sleepers. That's yeah, a good, good one. Flick. Really good flick, and I think I think Pitt's good in it. So yeah, he is. All right, <laughs> all right. D 
DP, you're number nine. All Two right. points. Give yes. it to me. Uh, I think it. you guys are going to be a Do bit it. surprised <laughs> at how low on the list this is for me. <laughs> because, uh, man, but again, everything ahead of it, I feel he's better in. in but at number nine, I have his role as Detective Mills in seven. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I realize it's kind of low, but everything I look at on my list above it, he's definitely better in to me. But I mean, he is fucking awesome in seven. I mean, just that final scene, the what's in the box scene yeah. is incredible. And his whole, um, you know, like back and forth with pointing his gun at Spacey and yeah. pulling back, like that is fucking great. But as a whole, I feel like all leading up to that, he was good. Well, he was fucking think- amazing in the last 10 minutes but good up until then. So for me, this one lands at number nine. You also have to consider that he got a little overshadowed by Morgan Freeman and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Well. Oh, big time. Uh, yeah. So oh, that, yeah. That, that, that hurt it a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Two points for seven. I have a feeling we are going to be seeing that again. I bet we will. At some yeah. points. <laughs> um, but we got to keep going. We're going to finish up round two right now. Marky, your uh, number nine favorite Brad Pitt performance for two points. Do it. My number nine, uh, this is a little bit later in his career where I think kind of what DP was getting at his acting as a a thespian, he starts to get a little bit better. He starts to hone his craft. Act. Act, Brad. (laughs) Act. It's burn after reading. Yeah. 2008. He's super silly. uh, Incredible, incredibly weird character. Um, They don't necessarily dumb down his looks but he plays just such a goofy person that he doesn't come off as that uh stereotypical gorgeous person um he plays like a a a fitness freak that works for a gym and if anybody hasn't seen that movie it's a coen brothers i believe right um it is yes it is john malkovich and jk simmons has a small role in it um ah fuck i'm forgetting the name of um George Clooney, Flor, uh, what's your name? Uh, McDonough, uh, uh, uh McDormand. Yes. Um, it's Francis, Jesus Francis Christ. McDormand. I kept thinking Florence, but it's not Florence. Francis no, I'm trying, I can't remember McDormand. the name of the guy, the bald headed guy, white From guy. Cranston? That, Sorry. <laughs> that, uh, Felcher? Sorry. Who's, who's the dad in Step Brothers? Oh, uh, Richard Jenkins. Richard yes. Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, fucking he's awesome in this. Yeah. yeah. But Brad Pitt does a really good job. He holds up Mm -hmm. a lot of the rest of the cast in that. And he's super silly. Really good job. Yeah. I think it's an awesome job. Remember when they remember when they That's called foreshadowing. Remember when they fire (laughs) Malk remember they fire Malkovich and he's in the room like like the security guy's like, and what is Davis doing here? John You're Malkovich. a Mormon, but the other guy's like, everyone's an alcoholic to you. <laughs> I have a drinking problem. Yeah. Mormon. Everyone has a drinking problem compared to you. That's such a great line. He's got the best role in that movie. Oh, Malkovich oh God, he's so angry good. throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, he uh, ends up axing Richard Jenkins. Mm, and oh, Brad Pitt boy. gets blasted in the face by George Clooney. Yeah. It's a crazy movie. Uh, so good. Oof. Yeah. yeah. So real like fun. It. That's my number nine. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. 
so we're on to me. We're into uh, yes, round sir. three now. Number Look at that. Eight. Eight movies, by the way, so far. No, uh, we haven't doubled yeah, up no yet repeat. at all. It'll, it'll come up here soon. No, it's going to happen it will, soon. Yep. Just a matter of time. <laughs> here we go. All right. So for me, and I haven't watched this movie in a long time, but I remember being blown away at how good I thought he was in this movie in mm-hmm. such a fucking bizarre role for an American. Um, but that is, uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Here we go. Sorry. It was, um, I don't know. 2000, God damn it. 2000, Mickey O'Neill in Snatch. Fuck so, yes. So, that is such a bizarre. Again, I haven't watched it in a long time, but he's technically what, a pikey or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm pikey. Jesus Christ. You get to understand what the hell he's saying half the movie. Um, he has a great role. He's a drunken, fucking bare knuckle fighter. Um, great fight scene in it, too. Um, but oh, I think yeah. just, I got to give him so much credit. For the work he must have put in to get that accent right, and mastering the art of having nobody know what the fuck he's saying is uh, was really impressive. So, love him in that movie. I love that movie in general. Uh, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I got. Three points for uh, Snatch for Brad Pitt. Love it. So, all right, here we go. AJ, AJ. we are into your eighth pick. Three points. Don't bellyache first. All right. Yeah. Just. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> the Igor from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, call him. E- it's Eeyore. 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 Yeah. That's an Igor. AJ, three points. Thanks. Do it. You missed a round tree. Do it. What do you got to so do? I, I don't think that any of you probably have this on your list. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I think it came out in like the mid two thousand area, two thousand six maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Alejandro Gonzalez and Naritu. It's called Babel. Mm-hmm. So it's it it's like a bunch of stories kind of converging. And him and Kate Blanchett play a married couple, um, and it's it's a very like heavy movie, very depressing. Yeah, but I just remember in, like really liking the craft of the film, and I thought Pitt was really good in it, and he's acting alongside Kate Blanchett, which is yeah. like. Uh, just something else right there. But mm. the two of them together, um, I think it was like a mixed bag, the film, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, AJ, I, I, pit in it. I, I uh, haven't seen it, but I remember I early on it having some Oscar buzz, and then it came out and people were like, eh. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, I, 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 I get that. It, but I have heard, I have heard good things about Pitt in it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I haven't seen it though, so that's again. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch them this week. That wasn't one of them I got to. So, yeah, it, um, it was on my list too, but I never got yeah. to it. So, oh, list to watch, I should say. Right. Like, yeah, I did. I watched other things, but yeah, I heard good things about it. I just didn't get around to seeing it. Super heavy, super sad at times, like some of his films are. Uh, but yeah, Pitt's really good in it. So. Check it out if you're, you know, if you're strapping for a little bit of a heavier, 
heavier story. But what year was that one? It was like two thousand six, maybe. I got his filmography. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yep, oh six. And uh, if you want to watch it, and uh, you have a Roku, it is on the Roku channel. Ah, okay. Yeah, because okay. I looked him up. That, that, like I said, I was gonna try and watch it. I didn't get to yeah. it, but I did write down that it's on the Roku channel. <laughs> All right. So. All right, so we are now over to DP. Yes, sir. Your number eight Brad Pitt performance for three points. Do it. All right, this one. Um, I get it's it's a performance where I feel like he was sort of overshadowed by another actor, but yet he was still awesome as Jesse James in mm-hmm. the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Mm-hmm. Like Casey Affleck was amazing in that, but yeah. goddamn, Brad Pitt was really fucking good as Jesse James. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a long slog movie, and the pacing isn't great. The movie itself could be tuned and be a little better, but mm. his performance as Jesse James was fucking awesome. Yeah. I goddamn loved him in this movie, and just yeah. vicious. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So it was that directed by the guy that did Blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name, but that Andrew uh, Andrew Dominic. Yes, that's mm-hmm. it. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, he is um, just he's scary in that movie, right? Like, yeah, like this... every time, every time he's around, it's uncomfortable. It's just mm-hmm. like, ee, like so he's gonna fucking do. Like you just know something's gonna happen, right? You know, it's just a, I, like even Jim, yeah. right, right at the beginning when they do the like the train robbery. And there's such a scene where he's got the bandana bandana covering his face and they just kind of close in on his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, in his eyes, he just looks fucking evil. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's... he, right off the bat, you're like, God damn. He, yeah, Even it's just a the, great uh, performance. Like, the, the audio, when he's riding in the snow at night with that one guy and he falls behind mm-hmm. and he's like, go on ahead, I'll catch up with you. Yeah, he yeah. like falls back a little bit. And the guy yeah. keeps looking over his shoulder. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. Too. No one in that movie trusts him. It's just like, right? But, I mean, it's a good reason. Let's yeah. be honest. It's Jesse it's a, James. Jesse James. Know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I loved that performance. Yeah. All right. Good one, DP. That's three points there. Marky, we're going to close out this round here with you again. Uh, your eighth favorite Brad Pitt performance for three points. What do you got? I like this movie a whole lot around in high school. Um, it came out in 2004. Uh, it's one of his movies where he had a, a lot of uh, physical action fighting scenes. And this is Troy, where he's alongside mm. Eric Bana. Yep. And Brian Cox is in it. Um, it's, I mean, it's a huge cast. It's got uh, Orlando Bloom. Um, the, I'm forgetting the, the Helen of Troy, the actress. She was also in Inglorious Bastards. She plays... Uh, Damn, uh, I forget her name too. I know exactly who we're talking about. You can uh, picture her, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's slipping my yeah. mind. It's at the tip of my tongue. But yeah, Brad Pitt, he's he's beefed up in this movie. He put on a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's another characteristic you could use to describe him. He's very graceful. I mean, he's doing these fight scenes. It looks very natural for him. I mean, he mm-hmm. moves very fluidly. And to in this movie, he plays uh, Achilles, the mythical like unbeaten warrior mm-hmm. from ancient times and mm-hmm. in this movie he he goes like untouched nobody can touch him with their sword and he's just dicing dudes up left and right so 
really cool performance. It's his delivery and lines is pretty bland and stoic, but his movements and his action, his physicality in the movie is top tier. So that's, and mm-hmm. I love the movie, but he, he really brought it in that one. Yeah, Marky, I had actually considered that for my list. Uh, didn't make it, but um, I considered it. Um, I saw that movie in the theaters back in the day, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, like you said, it, look, it wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> it, it wasn't. I wouldn't say his one of his best like acting performances, but yeah, as far as um, physical action, the mm-hmm. level of dedication to his body for that movie, fuck. Um, Although he is a crazy son of a bitch, and remember he drags Hector around, you know, after he kills him. It's, right. Uh, um, that that's pretty vicious too. But um, no, I, that's not a bad pick. Remember I, when I, he? I, uh, I did like that movie. Near the be- near the beginning of the movie, where they uh, where they first land on the shores and they take one of the temples. I forget which. Yeah. God, the temple is too, and then he's outside the temple doors, and he says spear, and the guy hands him a spear, and he watches the horses coming at him. It's yeah. Prince Hector's coming at him, and he chucks the spear like 300 yards and ends up clipping the guy off the horse. Yeah, Dang. yeah. It's just there's a lot of badass scenes in that. Good movie. action yeah. in it. Yeah, even like Orlando Bloom kind of holds his own a little bit. You know, he plays like a pussy, but he, like he tries to. You know, it's not, it's not bad. It's, it's worth a watch. Not bad at all. So. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Next round, we're into our four pointers. Our uh, Brad Pitt number seven for me. Do it. Be- yeah, <laughs> if we're getting into, uh, for me, this is his, or at least on this list, his first um, Academy Award nominated um, performance. Again, not in his career, but from the movies that we picked. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is 2000, and hold on, 11, <laughs> where he portrays Billy Bean in Moneyball. Um, yeah. Not sure how many of you seen Moneyball. Uh, I, I have know not the, actually. I, I know the Booker man will be very excited that I have this on here at four because he loves Moneyball. It was actually based off um, a book that mm-hmm. I, I read Moneyball as well. Very good. It's about Billy Bean. Michael was, Lewis or something. Michael Lewis, right. Yeah. yeah. He, he wrote the, the blind side. Blind side. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, um, uh, really interesting flick about B- Billy Bean, who, uh, Marky, if you're not aware, was the. Uh, He's still, I think he's still with, is he still with the A's? He was the general manager of the Oakland A's, um, taking a small market team and trying to compete in, in you know, the high markets and the MLB these days. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. I thought he was, I thought he was good in it. I thought, because awesome. yeah. I think, did Aaron, was, did Aaron Sorkin write that? The yes, I he did. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can tell, you can tell there, there's like a cadence to an Aaron the Sorkin. Snappy, snappy exactly. dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you can tell, I thought Pitt handled it really, really well. I thought for me he was the best person in the movie. I thought Jonah Hill did all right, um, but I thought he uh, I thought Jonah everybody. Hill did great. It was good. It was good. I thought. I but thought, I think I still thought Brad Pitt was better. Yeah, I know, yeah. and like that's the thing. I that's why I bring it up because you know we've already said you know he got overshadowed. He didn't get overshadowed in this movie. Nope. He did the heavy lifting, a lot of it, and I thought he was really good. So I got four points on that one for uh, for Moneyball, Brad. Pitt. Yeah, so it's a dialogue driven drama, and yeah. you know, uh, yeah, Pitt was terrific in it. Really good, good shit back and forth, and of course, you know I love baseball flicks. I love uh, the, you know, front office stuff. So I love that good mm-hmm. stuff. So, all right, still no duplicates yet. This is getting mm-hmm. very fucking. This is getting weird. It's getting yeah. weird. AJ, AJ, your number seven, Brad Pitt, four points. Do it. Duplicate. 
Ocean's Eleven. Hey, <laughs> all right. So, uh, for all the reasons uh, DP said, plus, I just, um, it's almost like in that film, you could almost imagine like that's like the Brad Pitt you could hang out with. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Like right? that guy. He's that yeah. guy. Right? Like, and it was cool. Like, he just obviously the movie's very cool. Uh, Soderbergh, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, directed in Ocean's Eleven and, and just obviously it's an all-star cast with with Julia Roberts and, and mm-hmm. George Clooney and, and Andy yeah. Garcia and all the Matt all, Damon all, and Matt yeah, Damon like, and all the yeah obviously huge Young cast Casey Affleck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 and um, yeah he's awesome in it man he's fucking yeah awesome he really is it. yeah he shines he really shines and he's like Bernie that Mac. dude yeah Dude. you want to Bernie Mac. Him but yeah. Down there. Yeah, 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 I am down. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's the first duplicate. So first duplicate of the night. Number go. seven. Finally, Christ. A little, high, a little higher than DP, but still, mm-hmm. still right there, right there. All right. Yeah. Well, we are back to DP Upper, now. Lower heads. Yeah. DP speaking number of, seven. Speaking points. of duplicates, uh oh, this is like a, a a double duplicate because I have it in the same spot as TW. Here we go. Yeah. Billy Bean from Moneyball. <laughs> Holy fuck, he was awesome in this movie. This is like me. And, this is like a me and Marky moment right here. We're, yeah. we're usually... No, we went like four rounds back I and know. forth. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I loved him as Billy Bean, and like also having seen you know video clips and interviews and shit with Billy Bean. Like I know who he is, mm-hmm. and then seeing Brad Pitt play him, like. He kind of fucking nailed it too. Like yeah. he he was just a better looking Billy Bean, but like he he pulled it off so well. And it's a it's a great film, and also like a very fucking cool story too. Like yeah. that whole idea of just using mathematics to figure out baseball versus all these old guys that are like oh we got all the high school games we yeah, know yeah. baseball. Yeah. And yeah, and fucking Jonah Hill is just like, no, I just crunched the numbers. And Scott Hattieberg is one of the fucking best guys to have. Oh, yeah. That's a great part with Chris Pratt. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Chris Chris Pratt played played Scott Hattieberg. I totally forgot that. That scene, that scene (laughs) where where, where Pitt and uh, I forget the actor's name, but he's playing um, Willie Willie Randolph is the third base coach. (laughs) Yeah, I think. Yeah. So he, someone so, like that, but yeah. So they go and they and they go to his house like on Christmas Eve, remember, or New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, and and they offer that scene is awesome, like the back and yeah. forth with uh, with Pitt and the coach, and mm-hmm. it's really awesome. I, I like I've watched that scene on YouTube a couple times just because it's it's touching because Scott Hatterberg's career was over. Yeah, he was a catcher that couldn't throw the fucking ball anymore. His elbow yep. was gone, mm-hmm. but he could still hit. You know, that was a really yeah. cool story. And he could draw yeah. walks and could get on base. And, and could, like, they hey, had just to make him a first base. Yeah. Saber, he was like the Saber metrics. Like, yeah. yeah. Like he was a perfect cool. player for that. Ah, super cool. Fucking great. Right. Yeah. All I right. love I love his performance as Billy Bean. So speaking of, speaking of super cool, Marky, <laughs> your number that's, that's awesome seven. transition thank you awesome. your number seven brad pitt performance for four points well thank AJ, you aj tell him tell him do it <laughs> yeah speaking of super cool my number seven pick this is might be uh the most recent brad pitt movie we may have on our list 2019 this is once upon a time in hollywood 
Hey, and he he plays such a, a a calm, cool, collected badass in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he he's never loud. He never like gets he's aggro with anybody, but he puts down shit whenever he needs to. Um, if anybody's seen the movie, um, he fights Bruce Lee yeah. after just like a, a little uh like uh shit talking in a parking lot of a movie set. Mm-hmm. He throws a can of dog food at one of uh charlie manson's acolytes yeah, yeah. <laughs> right he curb stomps another one <laughs> yeah um yeah he, he just plays a real cool ass dude in this one um yeah. and you know this is a well-seasoned older brad pitt and he's just he still looks fucking fantastic it oh, is yeah. insane but uh he, he's still got that swagger and it's i don't know it's i also just love the movie up and down but for me this is like almost like the peak cool of what brad pitt is like he is just mm-hmm. cool yeah uh, and I like yeah. i love about that character too is they were trying to encompass a couple different people in that character right um, and, and one of the people they were trying to encompass was a guy named gene labelle that's who t- one of the guys that tarantino was going for uh gene labelle he was a professional wrestler by the way did some professional wrestling hey he was like 11th degree judo red belt practitioner like mm-hmm. 11th degree jiu-jitsu 11th degree black belt and like shudokan karate like he trained Jesus. chuck he trained chuck norris wow he also trained mm-hmm. ronda rousey in judo um he's like huh. a serious serious dude and i've re- i've heard like i've read so much about some of the shit they used to do with him like he would only do professional wrestling because people would keep him around if they needed shit done in the ring like if they knew a guy wasn't going to cooperate in the ring, like you know, give the belt, you know, lose the match, and get, they would just send Gene LaBelle in to actually stretch yeah. that motherfucker <laughs> and just take that's the belt funny. off of him. Um, that's why he he would always get work in wrestling because he always back in the day you always needed a guy like that. When a guy was like, "Yo, I'm not dropping the belt," and then you walk out to the ring and Gene LaBelle standing in the ring, you're like, "Oh, you go, fuck. fuck, you're about to die." <laughs> he's like a real life goon. Like he's, he's going to stretch you. Like this, we're talking a fucking eleventh degree red belt practitioner in judo. Like he's going to kill you. Um, so, but I'll tell you the whole. Sometimes when we're off the air, I'll tell you the whole Bearcat Wright story. It's hysterical, but Ooh. super cool, super cool character. Love that pick, Marky. Mm-hmm. Nice, hundred percent. So, here right. we are. Do we it. are here now into our top six. Uh, Brad Pitt performances. Hold on, let me get the. Let me get my. My little friend out here. <laughs> I like having the year. It makes me sound fucking like I, know, like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I can't find it at the moment, so I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> um, so this is going to be... Yeah. Uh, this is going to be... It's his name, again, remind me, because I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. But this is... I want to say his name is Aldo Rain, Lieutenant Rain. In, Lieutenant uh, Aldo, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Rain. Right. Yes, in Inglorious Bastards. Um, yeah again i haven't watched it probably since it came out but i really did love him in it uh really good but again we we were kind of getting to that territory where let's be honest here he was probably overshadowed as far as acting goes by chris waltz um but uh but it doesn't matter because it's chris waltz i mean who the fuck is fast bender right i i mean like you're you're gonna you're gonna run into issues um when you're when but again very different characters. I thought he's fantastic in it. So, yes, AJ. 
No, it was just the, the, the different way you asked for like the Oh, German the triglossa? Way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Germans say yeah, three like this. Three. British say three like this. Mm -hmm. So again, I have yourself away, sir. Yeah. I haven't but, seen it in a while. Yeah, to answer your question, 2009 is Thank when you. it came out. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I got that in there now. All right. Sorry. I keep stutter stepping here because I'm trying to make sure I keep the list updated while we're, while we're TP, going. TP, do you have the, uh, and I want my scalps? You don't have that. Right I don't. I wish I did, but I, I don't get. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that is my number six. So the part, and this is the part where good you're pick, trying to like portray, pick. portray like um, Italian, an Italian guy. Yeah, <laughs> he has oh, no bar? idea. Yeah, there's no yeah. idea how to speak the language. Gorlami, <laughs> really good shit. I'm sure we'll talk about it some more as we go and, on. And Chris, Christoph Waltz speaks fluent Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of course, course he does. does. Of course Runs he does. All over. Yeah, he's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. they're always smart. Right, TP? Anyways, oh, yeah. Um, so, all right. So now. I, and I Ajax. am a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more time. I, and I am a sociopath. <laughs> I was actually about to say, say that. Speaking of sociopaths, AJ, <laughs> your number six Brad Pitt five points. Do it. Do it. <laughs> another another repeat. I'm a, I'm a round leader. Uh, I'm a round round. Around uh, better than the hey two of you, Moneyball. Hey yo, hey yo, Billy Bean. So yeah, <laughs> Brad Pitt plays Billy Bean. You guys have said everything that needs to be said about it. Um, mm -hmm. And I love the movie. I just think uh, it's a really good movie. I could watch that like right when we get off the air tonight. Super right, watch like, oh, really huge oh, watchable time. value. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Throw big, that shit on any time. Yeah, big fan, and I, you know, I think Brad Pitt is able to. I think TWU said it. Keep up with like the Sorkin snappy dialogue not thing, easy. which is not like, easy. It's not an easy thing to do, um, and he does it. He's up to the task. I think that Jonah Hill's up to the task too. I think the yeah. you know the cast really comes through here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good movie. I like it yeah. a lot, and I think Pitt's awesome in it. Big time, really good. So. All right, DP. Yes, sir. Here number we go. Number six, Brad Pitt. What do you got? Yes. Uh, here we go. Another another repeat. We're, we're getting into repeat territory. Yeah. Uh, but this uh, at number six, I have his role as uh, Chad Feldheimer from Burn After Reading. Nice. Um, I mean, maybe this is a little recency bias because I had just watched it this past week for the first time, and. Holy fuck, what a great film. Oh my, mm -hmm. I can't believe it took me this long to see it. Especially considering it's a Coen Brothers movie. Right. And yeah, all throughout a uh, great story and again, Brad Pitt, so good in it. And, and like, like some of his choices he made, like it, there's a one scene when he's uh, talking with Linda after they first, uh, you know, uh, threatened John Malkovich there over the phone. Yeah. And he's just sitting there and he's spinning in his chair and spinning and spinning, talking to fucking Linda the whole time. It's just such a weird, like, ADD thing for him to do. And it was such a, it was a cool choice. Um, 
and he made them throughout the fucking film too like his weird shit dancing in the car as he's like surveilling the house and everything about it was a, a fun funny performance and my favorite part and uh you know uh spoiler warning um when George Clooney shoots him in the head when he's that in the face closet. he makes yeah oh my god it's so funny like Clooney opens a closet and he just smiles at him with this like real stupid goofy smile a huge yeah. shit eating grin and gets a bullet right in the forehead <laughs> it's fucking marvel it's such a great way to send off that character and uh yeah i just fucking loved it jk simmons by the way tiny role but maybe the fucking best character in the film <laughs> jk simmons is. Just a few lines, but goddamn, is he so fucking good in it? Like, what is he always saying? He yeah. always steals the show I mean, at yeah. the very end of the movie. Like how the movie wraps, he's like, "What the fuck happened?" It's like, <laughs> I, it's like I don't know what the fuck we did. Right, I don't know. It. Like, just, I... He just closes the file. Forget it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> they so burned the Chad's body, and yeah. like Clooney's like, "Oh, he's trying to get on a plane to Venezuela. I don't know why." And he's like, "Well, we don't have extradition with Venezuela." <laughs> So what should I do with him? Fucking put him on a plane to Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I fucking lost it right there. Yeah. Oh, God damn. That's such a great film. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you fast forwarded 15 seconds and didn't get the spoiler, go goddamn watch Burn After Reading. It's we have awesome. your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? God, Malkovich is angry that whole movie. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, uh, all right. Sorry, this is a good yeah. one. No, it's all right. No, I got you. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta close out this round. Mm-hmm. The six is here. All Marky, right. Your favorite number six Brad Pitt performance for five points. AJ, tell him. Do it. Yes. <laughs> my number six. Each and every man underneath my command owes me one hundred Nazi scalps. Hey yo, I want my scalps, and I want my scalps. <laughs> Do we got a, a double, well. a same round duplicate, boys. Yeah, and glorious yeah. bastards. All right, Lieutenant there's Aldo a lot of Rain. a lot of cute quotable lines in that movie, um, mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt delivers quite a bit of them. Yeah, yeah, big time. Is that the kind of man you need? The loquacious <laughs> type. Yeah. All right, boys, we are into our top. Five Brad Pitt performances. We're going to run through our last five each. We're going to come out with a total. We're going to have a top 10 for the movie counts. And we forgot to mention this, mm. but once we have the top 10 list formula, oh, that's right. Yes. That means that's it. Like right. that's it's the official. one. So, like, nobody else, it's if fact. anybody writes an article or something, that's the. Yeah, it's not. Tr- it's just not true. Right. Once the movie council says that's a fucking thing, it's a thing. Yeah. Just Duh. like, but just like the Naked Gun is the funniest movie of all time because mm-hmm. we said so. Yeah. That's right. People. Heath Ledger is the greatest fucking villain of, all, of all, time. all time. We that is we a fact. So. It's not up for debate anymore. I don't even know why yeah. people are still talking about it. Yeah, fuckers, it. <laughs> assholes. Anyway, Goodfellas is the best gangster movie of yeah. all time. I don't know why people say it is. Oh wait, no one says it isn't. Yeah, I was say that. yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty universal. Yeah, that, that's right. kind of a concern. It's all right. All right. So here's my number five, Brad Pitt best performance. I am now doubling it up because Hey-o. I have at number 
five. I have the movie seven. I love him in hey, this. Oh, Detective um, Mills. Again, it's early, a little early in his career. I love how gritty he is in it. He's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the yin and the yang with Morgan Freeman, you know, with Freeman being, you know, the the very um, intuitive, very intelligent, almost philosophical cop. And then you got about to retire. Yeah. Then you got Pitt, who's kind of, you know, the green fucking guy, the go getter gruff, you know, definitely worked the streets a long time. I think he embodied that really well. I thought he did a good job. And of course, like DP mentioned, the fucking end. I mean, what's in the box? You know, it's just, it's just, it's such a iconic scene. He carried his weight in that, you know, again, people talk about that scene all the time in cinema history mm-hmm. and he carried it very, very well. So I love him in it. I give him six points in the number five slot. So I can love it. All right. So now AJ, you are into your number five, Brad Pitt, best performance for six points. DP, tell him. AJ, tell yourself. <laughs> AJ, do it. <laughs> um, so this was a film that Brad Pitt was nominated for an Oscar for, mm-hmm. uh, supporting actor Oscar in 1996. Um, the film 12 Monkeys plays a, uh, a psychiatric patient who the main character, Bruce Willis, runs into in his time-traveling adventures uh, a bleak, dark film um, that Pitt shows, like, a lot of three-dimensionality to. Oh, and, God, yeah. And that's what I think is so terrific about this performance is that it's not, it's not one note, it's not one-dimensional. He shows so many facets this film and I love the story like by I'm biased a little bit so it's tough you know maybe you guys you guys might have a higher great sci-fi um, yeah so yeah he it's it's not just that he has to play one character but he has to play more than one character because mm. he's encountered multiple times in multiple different like you know what I mean <laughs> and he's a different yeah. person different when parts of his life and yeah, yeah exactly exactly the first one is like the in the loony bin right 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 mm-hmm. and i just i think this it shows so many facets of him as an actor but i also just think the story is just so good it's so bonkers mm. at times but yeah. just so good and i love the tv show i don't know if you guys saw the tv show they did no i never did monkeys it was <laughs> i heard a lot awesome. about it yeah I can it was freaking awesome. Um, it's based on the same character, uh, James Cole. Remember Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis's character. Character, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the, obviously the original conceit is similar, but like it goes in different directions because uh, they have a whole you know, series to make. But it's really, really good. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, check that out. I completely forgot about that. I forgot they did that. Yeah. But the original, uh, directed by Terry Gilliam, is a sci-fi mm. classic. Classic. Big time. Very bleak, very dark, very, you know, not easy to consume, but really, really, really good. AJ, would you say that 12 Monkeys might potentially do well 
in a hypothetical sci-fi tournament that may or may not be coming up on the podcast. <laughs> I think it would do I think it would do amazingly well for someone that considers himself, you know, a, a big fan of science fiction. I think it's mm-hmm. it's one of the better one better better tri- time travel sci-fi you'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to give some points but I think we're going to talk about this movie some more so we'll uh we'll, we'll, possibly. we'll keep moving on. Yeah. Maybe. DP, stop it. In fact, DP, DP, what I want you to do is actually give me your number five Brad Pitt performance with six points. Marky, tell him. Do it. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) DP, what do you got? All right, here we go. I don't even listen to what you're saying anymore. I just need to say do it. Um, (laughs) Again, this is a repeat. I'm a little higher. Uh, than the Hell, last person yeah, that yeah. brought this one up, but uh, his role as Mickey O'Neill in Snatch, I goddamn loved. Oh, he was so good in that, and um, yeah, just so fun. Uh, it, one of the things I love to uh, it's one of those little kind of fun facts that there you read about the movie is uh. So after Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, some of the negative criticism Guy Ritchie got mm-hmm. was um, that like the the British accents were so thick that you know American <laughs> audiences couldn't tell what they were saying, and so he fucking wrote that role for Brad Pitt just to troll everyone. Like, oh, you couldn't understand what they were saying. Here you go. You ever <laughs> met a pikey? Yeah, it's funny in the movie, too, because even the British guys are like, He's like, what the what? fuck is he saying? <laughs> oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. I like caravans more. <laughs> but yeah, he is so fucking great in that movie. Um, yeah, uh, it, when you first meet him, he's awesome. Like when he gets in the fight with that big, huge fucking boxer and yeah. just takes a beating for a few minutes and just throws one punch and knocks the dude out like a goddamn light. Yeah. Ah, it was so beautiful. But by the end, when, you know, the other guy like burns the trailer with his mother in it mm-hmm. and there's just the that fire. scene of him. Yeah. Oh, him staring at the fire. The oh, I look forgot on about that. Face. God damn, it was fucking good. It was deep. It was intense. And the rest of it was just so fun and entertaining. It was a great, great role. And yeah, obviously my fifth favorite Brad Brad Pitt performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I I forgot about I forgot about that scene. I might have had a little higher had I Mm. considered that a little bit. He never really showed uh, any serious emotion in the movie. Mm -hmm. He's always joking around. He's always drunk. Um, The only like the only other time you see him kind of get serious is the first time he fights uh when they first meet him and he's uh they go mm-hmm. into the barn yeah. and it's and uh that beaten yeah yeah what's what's his uh the big fighter's name uh uh, uh something george yeah big yeah. george or handsome george yeah something like something that, like that. Right. we've lost handsome george <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but uh, he tells him when, as uh, Mickey's taking his shirt off, he says, "You're not fucking going anywhere." And like, it's oh. like as he's taking his shirt off, it's like one of the yeah. only times he's serious until fast forward later mm-hmm. when he's staring into the flames of his mom's burning caravan, and you can see oh. like hell and vengeance boiling up behind his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great role, ah. really great yeah. role. So super great. I love it. Right. All right, Marky, close out the top. Uh, five here 
Uh, your favorite, number fifth five. favorite, yeah, Brad Pitt. Sorry, I'm, I'm updating the list as I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> for six points, Marky, my number do five. It. Do <laughs> it. Oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead. I didn't mean to step on your toes. No, there. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, do it's, it. What, it's what's in the box is my number okay. five. What's in the box? That's another same round, same round duplicate right there. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you too. Yeah, right? Me and so TW are starting code. to, yeah, we, we started <laughs> syncing up like a couple of high school start- girls in our period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's starting again. This happens every fucking time. Here we go. All right, beautiful. All right, so there we go. We're through that. We're into our top four now. I will uh, give you mine. Um, again, this is a do. Du- I think we're going to get into a lot of duplicates now because we had a lot I of believe randoms. We are. Um, but guys, believe it or not, I finally watched this movie for the first time last weekend because I knew we were going to do this. Um, and that is my number four for seven points. And that is once upon a time in Hollywood. Nice. I'm, I so, had, glad, I'm so glad you watched it. I hadn't seen it. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. 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 Do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't seen it. Um, I'm not even sure why. There were times where I went to watch it, and you know, it's fucking long. So, like, I it doesn't feel long when you watch it. But right. uh, no. uh, I thought he was great in it. Um, I thought anytime you're up there getting matched up with Leo, you got a lot he, he of competition in front of you. But tat though, was he not? Absolutely, he stayed with him the whole movie. Um, really great job by Brad Pitt. Um, I. I Again, I I love the character he was portraying. Good flick. Um, and and final and this is the thing I don't even think we mentioned this was this was finally his Oscar win. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 It was. You know, he had been nominated a few times. He but won Best Supporting Actor for this. He um, he ran away with it too. Like I think he was winning all season long. Yep. Yeah. He was carrying it. Long. He was carrying it. He was really really good. I loved the movie. Right. Really cool flick. Um, again, for a movie that's like what two hours and forty five minutes, didn't feel like it. Everything flowed well. Real fun. Great lines. <laughs> Thought Brad Pitt was awesome in it. How cool was the like retelling of the <laughs> of the mm. Manson family thing, like with the with the fucking flamethrower and like the oh, yeah. so God. amazing. It God, I wish fucking I wish, awesome. God, I wish that's what really happened. But right, that, <laughs> like, I, I mean, love. It's like wish fulfillment right there, right? Like uh, that's your con- fantasy. That conversation that Emil Hirsch has with uh, with Leo at the end is so fucking funny. That it's like, oh yeah, we killed those. He was like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> such a great. It's the, my God, we, we could go on about that movie. It's so yeah, it's good. a really great movie. Really, the disdain really that. Uh, Leo has for hippies. <laughs> God damn hippies! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he's so he's got the he brings the fucking blender out with him with the margaritas. Yeah, the margaritas. <laughs> yeah of course he does. <laughs> oh my god, that movie's fucking great! It it's is a great. terrific film. I'm happy. You know, I think there were. I think there were other times in his career, maybe especially you know when we talked about Twelve Monkeys, maybe he deserved sure. it. But I'm happy he finally got it, and he he, he fucking deserved it. He really it. deserved it for this one. Yeah. Um, one before yeah. we move on to this, uh, one more quick piece of trivia. I, I read, uh, you know, as Tarantino does rewriting history and some of these later movies that he's been doing, um, and you know he obviously did it with the Sharon Tate and the Manson murders, mm-hmm. but. Earlier on in that movie, when Brad Pitt's character visits, I think he calls it like Spot or Spock Ranch. That's the uh, old Fun. film studio. 
Spawn Ranch. Spawn yeah, Ranch. That's Spawn Ranch. That's very famous. Right. So apparently, and you guys may Man's already family, be aware of this. Family hangout. Yeah. But there was a guy, uh, a stuntman that went missing um, when he went and visited uh, Spawn Ranch. Yeah. And oh, okay. And it's rumored that it was the Manson family that got him and then buried I, him out there in the wilderness. I almost, I imagine like it was somewhat recreated in a way. Like, remember when he, the, the scene? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was recreated so in just, a way. Yeah. It's not just the Sharon Tate uh, living and the Manson kids dying. It's also this uh visit to spawn yeah. ranch where, where he this kicks the shit out of that where kid. he beats the oh. shit out of that fucking asshole. slashing his tire he's like you're gonna so change awesome. it but that you but that build up to, the build up to that scene is so intense because there's like so many of them and they're following yeah. him out there and you're like mm-hmm. oh shit but then after he just clocks that kid and makes him change his tire you realize like you can't stop this dude he's yeah. a beast and then when they show up to his house you're like I don't know about you, but the first time I watched it, even though he was tripping on acid, I was like, you can't stop this guy. Yeah. This guy's, you, you can't, yeah, you so, don't know who he so, is. Upon the encouragement of my father, I read Helter Skelter. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I know a fair amount about, mm-hmm. you know, about that. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and by, and from encouragement to... from you, I read Helter Skelter, you <laughs> prick. Almost pissed myself for fucking three straight nights. But but like the, nice the way thing. they portray like some Ooh. of the the history of that uh, through this film is really fucking cool. And, some people talk uh, shit about the revisionary Tarantino movies, history revision. Yeah, I, I, I like, like that it. stuff. I like that I stuff. Do too. So, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So why not? You yeah. know, movies are movies are f- fictional. They're fake. You know, right. even the, even the based on true stories, you're still spinning it. Yeah. Why not, not spin it to the max? He's Listen. not. He's not telling a serious biopic. He's 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 telling a, a, a you know a reimagining. Yeah, a better a story. Tale. A right. something we wish right. yeah, way we, better story. Wish fulfillment. Like we <laughs> wish it. that happened. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I wish someone beat the shit out of Bruce Lee just because he was <laughs> yeah. such a cocky little prick. <laughs> you but could that... beat up Muhammad Ali. Get the fuck out of here. Or shot a full magazine but... of nine millimeter and Adolf Hitler's face in a movie theater. <laughs> but like, but like, DP, that, amazing. That, that was amazing. another story they claimed about Gene LaBelle that he could hang with Bruce Lee. Like he was one yeah. of the only guys. Good. So. That's cool. That was, yeah. So, anyways, All right. again, they, there was a few different people that Tarantino was making um uh cliff mm-hmm. cliff booth kind of beat you know there's a lot of people he based cool name by it. the way yeah yeah really cool name so anyways we're, we talk about this all night we got to move on aj your fourth favorite brad pitt movie for seven points marky tell it <laughs> it's another repeat of course yeah. like obviously yeah we're getting uh, that tw 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 and marky both had this a couple rounds earlier, and that's a glorious bastards. There nice. it is. There we go. Um, there so they go. You got you got any lines you want to uh, throw out <laughs> for us? Gorlami. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I even think like nobody's brought this up yet, but after the big shootout um, in that bar, yeah. Um, 
uh, Rain, like Reigns of Brad Pitt's character and his guys, like show up there because they were supposed to show up there eventually. Like, to, and there's a conversation that's taking place between uh, Pitt and and one of the the Nazi young, not very young Nazi uh, soldiers, and that's a really fucking tense, cool scene. Right. Uh, that you just hear. Brad, uh, Brad Pitt's audio, like you just hear him talking, and it's just it's a really cool ass scene that's not been brought up yet. That I just want to add to the conversation, but you know, mm. he's terrific in it. He's that, really terrific. That entire act of the movie is my favorite part. Uh, yes, the, mine too. Mine the too. Build up the before everyone gets shot. That build up to the shootout, the shootout itself, and then the follow up with Brad Pitt above the stairs, and he's explaining to uh, I forget the private's name. He's explaining yes. to him what a Mexican standoff is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And the kid's like, "I've got the gun," and Brad Pitt's like, "We got grenades. That's a Mexican standoff. <laughs> we drop these grenades down here, and you're dead." And I yeah. love the the cadence, the the accent, the the way he talks in the film is fucking amazing. It's hilarious, and it's it's just very American, you know. It is, but like he mm-hmm. is supposed to be from. Uh, he later tells uh, Christoph Waltz that he's from some something something county, Tennessee. And I've, yeah, right, right. I've been all over Tennessee. No one in Tennessee talks like that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Lieutenant Elder Range does. Right. But 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 very American. Like very, it is, it's very, very Texan is what American. it is. Yes, yeah. right. Which which Texans very like almost overly American, right? It is like, stereotypical. It's very stereotypical American, yeah. So but which I thought he played perfectly. So yeah, good choice. All right, we are over now to DP for your fourth favorite Brad Pitt performance for seven points. AJ, tell him. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for this one, we can keep this short and sweet. Uh, I'm just going to kind of do copy, paste everything TW just said because I also have number four, Cliff Booth, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I, I I watched it this week. I had tried to watch it a while back, and man, I fell asleep early because there wasn't a lot I remembered. I thought I had seen like half the movie, but no, I didn't. Um, but yeah, I watched it this week, and god damn, this movie's amazing. Right? He totally deserved the Oscar. Uh, yeah, I fucking loved him in this movie. Cut, paste, everything we just said. Boom. That's yeah. awesome, All man. Right. I, I love that you guys have seen I know, this. Me too. Like, I, I, I yeah. saw movie. it. Just, just watched it. Yeah, awesome. I love that awesome. so much. It was streaming free on... somewhere, wasn't it? DP. Yeah, uh, uh, it's on uh, Stars. It? Stars. That's it. That's where yeah. I watched it. It's good. Good shit. Anyways, I'd love to break the movie uh, down. I'm really glad with you guys sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. DP. A DP. Lot. We never finished our Tarantino retrospective. We didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's and true. I, I would love to get it. God damn, there's so much to talk about with this movie. Right. The, right. Like the, uh, I know we're talking about Brad Pitt, but it just quick left turn that scene with uh with Leo and the little girl when they're on the set of the oh, yeah. oh, oh my god, god. oh my god, that was so incredible. I, that's what I want oh, to talk about. 
fucking ah. goosebumps. I know this is a yeah. Brad Pitt episode, but that was right. we could do that. That scene was amazing. DiCaprio is a master. Some of the best yeah. acting ever out of all time. That I'm scene. Surprised, I'm surprised he didn't so get a good. nomination. He, he was, was so good in this. Insane. Yeah, he was, he, he was And he was portraying acting. Well, he was acting. acting and acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he was acting, no. acting. <laughs> you remember that scene? I don't know about it's you, like, but the first time I watched that movie, that scene went on for so long. I forgot about the original movie that I was watching. Yeah, I was, I was, right? mesmer, I was mesmerized by it. Yeah, yeah, fucking ah, incredible. So good. Loved it. Nice. All right, yeah. All right, let's close out this round, Marky. You're number Do four. It. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, number four. Do it. Uh, this is a repeat. Uh, it's 12 Monkeys. And AJ hey, previously hey-o. said uh, 1996. All my research says 1995. Uh-huh. Deal, I'm but, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I just threw that off memory. Oh, did you? Well, you're pretty damn close then. <laughs> well, it was probably yeah. it was probably the 96 um, Academy Awards that he was nominated ah, at. So maybe. Right. Ready. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, maybe AJ's just a jerk off. I mean, there's also. <laughs> well, I am a jerk off. Yeah, that's the only I think thing of you. I wanted to add to the. Uh, talking about Twelve Monkeys, we already mentioned the his first when he he's first shown on screen. He's in the loony bin and he's got yeah. the short hair and the wonky eye and he's totally fucking bonkers. And then later in the movie, this is the part I wanted to add is, you know, he's the son of this really wealthy dude, like a politician or something, mm-hmm. uh, or an industry magnet. And he's got long hair and a ponytail, and he's trying to keep himself like cool and collected and comprised. But as soon as Bruce Willis shows up, you can see like. He starts going back to his loony bin, like it starts his twitches, and he starts falling apart and acting fucking weird, yeah, all off the rails again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's right there in the middle of the '90s where he had that uh, almost like a, a Brad Pitt heyday. I mean, he was in fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, he did a, a very different role in that movie and hasn't really done anything like it since. Really, really neat. neat no, stuff. he really, he really hasn't, right? Yeah, that's one of the more yeah, 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 Hmm. Yeah. just a unique role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're swinging it back. We are three. We are now. This this is getting this is getting serious, and uh, I'm actually a little concerned about this one, kind of like AJ was with Twelve Monkeys, where where he had this ranked. Um, Mm -hmm. wondering if anybody else has this ranked, and it is a duplicate. Um. Wow, do it. I'm, I am. I'm worried about this because this could really throw a wrench into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because at, at number three, DP, I am actually doubling up from your number eight. I'm taking the assassination of Jesse James by the Ooh. coward Robert Ford. This okay. I just Dude. watched this movie this week. I never oh, seen really. I never seen it. And you're right. It is at times a little like, come on, like it's a slog. yeah. Get on with it. Right, but there were and there were times I was hitting that fucking fifteen second button. You know they can right. move forward, <laughs> but every time two, I would stop for two things, for for Casey Affleck, and I would stop for Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And for me, why how this ranks so high for Pitt is that this is really for him. It's really the only performance like this for him in his career. I mean, for the most part, big performances at least that has him not be. For the most part, like other than like California, other than that, he's like not the good guy. He's a vicious fucking prick. And by the the um the title of the movie, you would think that the title of the movie is like wrong. 
it's wrong. Like it, like Casey Affleck's kind of the hero in it because Brad Pitt is such a fucking vicious prick, and the and, way things go down, he totally deserved it. He was yeah, he wasn't like the coward Robert. No, Ford, he was just know? fucking he angry. Like all right, I gotta yeah. fucking do it. This yeah, the guy's knocking the. He's too chicken. I'll fucking take yeah. care of it and does it. Everybody like, yeah. wanted to kill this motherfucker. He was an asshole, but yeah. he was so vicious. And like I said, mentioned earlier, every time he was on screen, everything was just uncomfortable. Everyone mm-hmm. was uncomfortable around him, and he had this aura about him that was just fucking dangerous Ooh. and creepy and scary. Yeah. That like he really like he left an impression on me in this movie. And uh, and, and again. The movie itself, yeah, at times, but the acting in this movie is so fucking good. And I thought he was, I thought, I thought Affleck was better, in all honesty, but um, he's right there with him. It's one and one A. So, uh, yeah. really, really good. I thought it was incredible. The acting in this movie was great. I loved it. So, that's my number three. Oh, that's a good one. So, I need to watch that again. It is a bit long. It should, I don't know, it if, like, it's, it's DP a slog. Sure it could be trimmed it, up a little bit, but at the same time, like, some of that. The the way the story is told and it's depressing and dark, it, it the length almost kind of adds to the depression right. and like makes sense to like what yeah it is. yeah it's a journey so right. uh, but it is good I really enjoyed it so all right um AJ we are into your top three kid eight points do it do it <laughs> so I'm coming to realize that I'm not gonna have a film duplicate with any of you in the same round. Like uh-huh. I'm either like a little bit less or a little bit higher, a little bit lower than all of you. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of duplicates, but uh, mine is, and I'm going to be the the fourth person to, to throw this movie out there. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. Yeah, so so one good. round off. I'm, I'm surprised. One round off. I was one round off on... Uh, on 12 monkeys with marquee as well the like lowest yeah yeah out of all four of us I'm oh you definitely did yeah um yeah i don't know what more can be said about my feelings on yeah i'll copy portrayal. and paste again Swiss and booth. just put yeah. it here yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> clip, like uh, brad pitt's portrayal clip booth and uh gw mentioned all the similarities to real real life people that actually um being channeled by Brad Pitt here, Gene LaBelle, baby, the hangman. It would be written mm-hmm. by by That's Quentin cool Tarantino. Name. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I actually not just love his performance, but I mentioned this last round. I love this film right. so awesome. much, so much. I'm mad I waited so long to watch it. Mm. Yeah, I love it so much. It's like one of the more complete Tarantino films. Right. Like he just really crushed it. Like the Production design, the writing, the cinematography, the 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 acting, casting, and it the casting, the writing, like all of it. Turn this ship, this shit heap around and get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad God about damn, that hippies. car, a car being in his fucking neighborhood. <laughs> gated neighborhood. I thought this was a gated neighborhood. <laughs> it it feels like like a lot of like Quentin Tarantino stuff is very. Um, bombastic or I don't know what the right word is but this one's <laughs> more like thoughtful and yeah, measured it's so good and mm-hmm. it's like this this like ode to like the end of like the golden age of Hollywood like the 
Yeah. He really he puts so much love into this film. There's and not too Pitt, many. Th- and Pitt's performance of the casting of Pitt was like just part of that. Just not part too, of that. There's yeah. not too many three hour movies that I would be like, yeah, I'll fucking watch that again right now. Right. I can't say right. that about that, <laughs> but I absolutely would. And I just watched this a week ago. I'd watch it again right now. It's that yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a terrific film, and Pitt is awesome in it, man. He's it's, fucking it's, awesome. It's chopped up into different acts. Like it's a proper story where it's got these yeah. different like not not even necessarily well maybe so a, a beginning middle and end but even more than that there's more than just three it's it's digestible in these chunks and each mm-hmm. each section is so good and you can probably argue margaret robbie was underutilized in this mm. oh yeah, but, yeah. You know. sharon tate yeah yeah uh, that whole scene and, when she goes to the movie theater to see herself in the yeah. movie it was yeah. just that was kind awesome. of adorable yeah. and like yeah seeing her like hear everyone laugh at her scenes and the smile yeah. she does like oh she's fucking adorable. And we're reminded <laughs> that Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. Oh yeah, yeah multiple clearly. times. Clearly. Multiple times. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that? All right. All right. We're DP now. Deep. Do it. <laughs> DP, you're number three. All right. I can almost guarantee I will be the first one. Here we go. To say this role, everyone else is going to have this. You can't not. I mean, you can't not have Tyler Durden (laughs) from Fight Club in your top three. For me, it is number three. Um, Got everything about his performance in this is amazing. Um, uh, Like, as we said er, before, like the beginning of his you know career he was the the hot guy that took off his shirt and you know was the sexy one and this like he kind of used that to kind of move his character forward and just everything about like all his scenes with fucking marlo singer Mm -hmm. (laughs) incredible um god he was so good in this and and i'm sure most people already know this, but but fun fact about that that first uh fight scene with him and Ed Norton when they're in the parking lot and he's like, you know, hit me as hard as you can. He's like, Oh, you hit me in the ear. Yeah. Like that shit was all real. Ed Norton yeah. really tried to punch him, but hit him in the ear and that was his uh, reaction. Yeah. <clears throat> that was his natural reaction. Oh my god, you hit me in the ear. Like, I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> just a fucking amazing scene. Oh man, I fucked this up. Oh, he's so good in this film. I fucking love it. It's one of the best fucking movies of our generation, hands down. The it, it's just fantastic filmmaking, fantastic performance from Brad Pitt, and it is my number three. Yeah, yeah, good choice. Love it. All right, Mark, I, I have a feeling we're going to talk about it some more. So, Marky, why don't you get to your number three for eight points? AJ, tell him. Do it! Yes! <laughs> oh, AJ was waiting for that one. Yeah, that was, <laughs> v, that was vehement. It was building up, yeah. <laughs> Do it! <sighs> I've only seen this movie once. Um, I need to see it again. And it's a, a very powerful performance by brad pitt somewhat early in his popularity in his career the 90s 93 it's the movie california spelled with a k where he plays the serial killer um 
if, if some of you other guys have seen it, maybe you can back me up because it has been a while since I I've have seen, seen it. it. But it left it. a it left a powerful impression on me. Um, I watched it. Uh, not. Um, I said it's been a, a, a while, but it's like I said, it came out in '93. I probably watched it you know, like seven years ago or something. But since then, I keep thinking about it. Like he did such a good job; it stayed with me. He plays this uh, serial killer that goes on a road trip with David Duchovny, and uh, I want to say it's Demi Moore, and also uh, the broad from. Um, Ah, damn, I'm drawing a blank on the movie. Is it Juliet Lewis? Ju- Thank you very much, Juliet yeah. Lewis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's Brad Pitt's girlfriend, and they're like road trip buddies. But Brad Pitt's a serial killer. He's leaving his town because he's killed like his landlord, <laughs> and he's killing people along the way during this road trip. And David Duchovny's writing a novel about serial killers. Oddly enough, um, it's and he he plays again this like undercover psycho. But and it's like a southern man too that he does, and but he's also cool, very charming. So him and David Coney become best friends, and then later he finds out he's been killing people and stuff. But very creepy, very powerful, mm-hmm. and somewhat early in his popularity of uh, you know coming out into the spotlight. And if no one's, it's it's not a movie that gets talked about very much, but uh, it it pops up into my mind quite a bit and. Because it's left an impression on me, it's ranked number three for me. Yeah, Marky, I've never seen it. Um, and um, I was looking through his list today, and I was actually going to try to watch it. It's actually free on Tubi um, with ads. And I was going to watch it, and I didn't get a chance to. But I've heard amazing things about his performance in that. Um, just an absolute sociopath from what I've heard. So, um, again, I- I'll check it out at some point, but I just I just haven't seen it yet. They made a, um, a TV series. Oh, that's right. Oh, I, I think remember David, that. Yeah. David Duchovny was in it, I believe. Interesting. CS yeah. watched. CS used yeah. to watch it. He was, yeah. He's a sociopath. Anyways. That's true. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we got to get to our top twos, right? Yes, we do. All right. So we've talked about this movie a lot. Um, so we don't have to talk too much more about it. This it. at my number two slot is where I have 12 monkeys. Nice. Um, and I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, so I mean, God, I fucking feel like AJ brought this movie home for Blockbuster, maybe at one point when I when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no bullshit. I feel like no, we that's quite likely. And I feel like yeah. you brought it home and I watch it and I was fucking blown away. And it's not just how great he is in it, but he brings some light and some entertainment into a movie that's, AJ, you mentioned, rather fucking bleak, this movie. Mm. Um, and he he is the life of it. Uh, he's amazing. It's his breakout fucking role. It's what made him who he is today. I love it. Um, so I got him at number two there. Nine points. I nice. love it. So we've talked a lot about it. We can keep moving, right? AJ. AJ. Number two. (laughs) AJ, you're number two for nine points. DP, tell him again. Do it. So this this film has been repeated, obviously. (laughs) But I've got it, obviously, the highest of anybody because I'm the only second person. I mean, not yet. 
Uh, no, no, no. You've already put it on your list, Marky. Oh, Everybody okay. else has it on their list. And that's seven. That's, yeah. Oh, wow. And maybe, maybe I'm like, I was, that's why I'm like overthinking, I'm overthinking or overanalyzing what I did because I love the film and I love that iconic moment at the end. And I think Pitt box. is yeah. really great at it. But he's maybe he's better at no, AJ, I agonized. All right, all right, all right. No, yeah, I right. agonized over this too. I did because I did. I think I might have had seven as high as number two at some point, but then I crunched it a little bit and I changed my mind. I did at some point have it. Even I have my I have it at it's, five. It's I fine. had it at two or three at one point. So, so you're not that far off. There's a lot of yeah. actors that like actors and director pairings that like are just gold, right? And Brad Pitt and David Fincher are like that. That's they're they're just made for each other, right? Like, mm -hmm. They've done some together, or just in this one. Well, Seven and Fight Club, Fight Club Curious oh, right. Case of Benjamin Button, like they've Button been together that. a few times. So this one was their first together, and I think Pitt's just been, you know, he's gravitated towards them since, you know, like and gotten better. Yeah, um, David Fincher's obviously a brilliant filmmaker, but I love this film so much. Yeah. And I think Pitt is terrific in it. I think he mm -hmm. plays that, like T.W. said, that, that sort of like uh, gung-ho, like hardcore detective. Hungry detective, yeah. Hungry detective role so well. And I think that's what makes that final scene so impactful is what he's done leading up to that. Like yeah. the investment we've we've put into him throughout the film. And that wouldn't hit that hard if we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And Morgan AJ. Freeman too. It's like his yeah. his, his uh protege. Yeah. yeah. AJ, AJ, seven's in my fucking doomsday bunker. Oh, yeah. that's right. Fucking, it's one a of my fucking favorite, one of my favorite movies ever. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, so and I, 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 it's one of those movies that I've I appreciated more over the years, and right. its performance. Right, and yeah. I think I just wanted to like throw that out there that like, you know, we've I've heard because it's already been on everybody else's list. We've heard some things mentioned about this performance, and I just wanted to throw like a little more onto it. You know, yeah. my opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There it is. I love All it. Right. All right. Well, DP. Yeah, your number I'm, two. I'm going to car carry the torch here with the whole director actor combo being fucking great. And when Quentin and Brad Pitt got together for fucking Inglorious Bastards, goddamn Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Is my second favorite Brad Pitt performance. God damn, I loved him in this. Um, it, it, just down to the way he pronounced Nazis instead yeah, of yeah, Nazis. Yeah. Like, we're killing oh, Nazis. Nazis. Uh, oh, he was fucking awesome. Uh, we've talked about it enough. Everyone's already had it. Uh, Lieutenant Elder Rain, absolutely fucking phenomenal. I loved it. It is my number two. Love it. I, th I think that character is going to go down in. 
maybe oh, not shit, in cinematic history, it? but it's going to go it. down. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go down in movie council history. Lieutenant right. Aldo Rain is yeah ah his one, one of a kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, hundred percent. All right, Marky, your number two, nine points. AJ, do it. <laughs> he was revved up for that one. Yeah, he was. All right, Marky, give it to me. It's Tyler Durden, 1999. <laughs> hey, Hold on, I'm updating the list. Fight Club. I mean, we've we've said everything that needs to be said about it, as you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we could honestly devote an entire episode just right. to fucking ah, Fight Club. Such a great film. It's and he, you know, real quick, the what I will say about that when that movie came out, he there was like a whole generation, maybe a couple generations of bros that went to the gym mm-hmm. that were like, I want that Tyler Durden body. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he oh, made God, every, yeah. every guy want the Tyler Durden body. Dude, he yeah, looks that, incredible. That, 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 Jesus like, Christ. Slim yet muscular physique. Yeah. TP, he had like ah. a fucking, dude, he, not ah. only he had like a fucking, he had like a 12 pack and he had like fucking abs out on his obliques and shit. And right. Like, yeah. What on earth? Like, ah. Fuck God. me. And like, he, was so literally, he was so grimy. Literally, fuck me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, my God. Please. Oh, please. He was, he was such a dirtbag, but he was like just oozing sex. <laughs> like he, when he opens the door and he's got the dishwashing gloves on his yes! hands. Yeah. TW and I, I were just mentioning week. that yeah, recently. Yeah. Yes. He's like, you want to finish her off? Yellow clothes on. You want to finish her off? And he doesn't even show up until I don't know how many minutes of the movie it's. 35, yeah. 40 minutes in yeah, the on the like, plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the plane. Exactly. Yeah. Well, guys, here, here's the thing. We can just, if you want to say anything else about Fight Club, we can, because guess what my number one Brad Pitt performance is? <laughs> it's Fight uh, Club. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Fight Club, which is no shock because it's my one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, just so good. So good. I saw that in the theater. I actually, that was the only movie I went and saw in the movie th- in my entire life. I went and saw that movie in the theater three times. Damn. I just, I, went, I just, I couldn't stop. I was obsessed with everything about it. I tried mm-hmm. to pick up more shit as I went. And I know we're trying to not talk about the movie, but talk about Brad Pitt. Because again, the movie could be, we could sit here and talk for five hours about that movie. But yeah. Pitt in general, that movie, let's be honest, he fucking, and Orton's great, but Brad Pitt carries that movie. Yes, he, does. he, I mean, he is, yeah. he is that movie. And mm-hmm. like it, it is just, I mean, everything about him, uh, the ca- the charisma, again, the body, the the multifaceted uh, approach to it with his, you know, the physical nature of it, but the actual the acting is amazing too. Where he's a fucking total sociopath, like it, it is just, it's almost every crazy character he's ever played wrapped up into one. Right. And it is just fucking brilliant. So yeah, he's cool. He moves. Oh, he's he's got the body. He's got scary. The looks. He's funny. He's scary. It's everything. It is so multifaceted. What a fucking role. So yeah, for me that's number one. So yeah, that ain't well nice. deserved. AJ, can you give Do me another one? <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, I think it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't said this film yet. And you just Mr. Said and Mrs. T-W. Smith. Oh, yeah. sorry. Right. Yeah. TW just mentioned it. It's already been mentioned two other times. Mastermind. Yeah. Um Fight Club. <laughs> Fight Club. So I saw this film yeah. in Cambridge, like at some 
one of the one of the smaller theaters, the Kendall Square or something. Kendall, fuck yeah, yeah. So I saw it at Kendall. With Best Tim place Cro- to see a movie back in the with, day. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Tim Crawford. Him and I saw it there. Yeah. Um, Tim Crawford had already seen it once, and in the theater he started at, he told me a bunch of people walked up. Wow, really? Yeah, aircrafts. Because I think no, yeah. I think it got a big. I think Stop. it got a mixed reception. I don't think it was received very well when it was in the theaters. Um, it is brilliant. And he's he said people were like, yeah, vehemently like pissing on it, walking out like. And he said it was fucking amazing, and I needed to go with him, and I went with yeah. him to Kendall Square, and um, I was obsessed. Like yeah. I just I love that film so much. And uh, Pitt's performance, especially, obviously, like you guys all mentioned it. Um, and just the chemistry, also, he has with Edward Norton. Yeah, amazing. Is terrific. Like from the first time they, they kind of lock horns on the plane, they talk. Um, it's from there, it's just, it was like they were just amazing. We all know Edward yeah. Norton. So you're like so a nice. single serving friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's very clever. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know Edward Norton. Oh no, I got it. It's very clever. Yeah, very yeah. clever. Yeah. We all know Edward Norton is uh is a terrific Oscar, you know, uh winning actor. Like he's just amazing. Yeah. So him and Pitt just they worked it so well. It was so yeah. perfect. And Helena Bonham Carter was awesome too. Like Everything about that film just like, gelled so well. And yeah. That's why it, that's why Pitt's performance there is like my number one yeah. of his. Like just no argument, no question. Yeah. When I started making this top ten list, I put Fight Club at number one. I started working the rest of the list. Like, right. <laughs> you know, that was it. All right, let's close it out because I already have a feeling I know what DP's is. DP, mm-hmm. you give me your number one, Marky. Tell him. Do it. <laughs> That was, that was sexy. I like that, I like Marky. That Thank That's you. Good. Um, yeah, for me, uh, for me, it, it's really not even close. Like this, uh, you guys have already brought it up. We've talked about it. His role as Jeffrey Goins in Twelve Monkeys, so good, was just incredible. It, and I think part of it comes from the fact it was early in his career, and it was the performance that kind of proved that he's an actor he's not just the you know sexy brooding guy that takes off his shirt or you know like the interview with the vampire fucking role this is him just crushing it acting wise and like i you know i know i brought up earlier like the choices he makes whether it's like eating in every fucking scene or spinning in his chair like all the choices he makes in this don't feel like choices. Like the, they all just feel so natural and so like this is what a fucking, you know, crazy person is like. You it's like know? chewing his fingernails and, off. Oh, oh, he is yeah. incredible so in this film. And it is like not even close. My favorite, favorite performance of his. Not my favorite movie. Like Fight Club is ten times the better film, but this performance is in fucking credible. I goddamn love it. Levy, before we have Marky close this up, 
Let me ask you one quick question, DP. Mm-hmm. Do you know who beat him that year at the Oscars? Because he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, Do you know who Jesus. beat him? I don't remember, no. See, this is this is going to bake your fucking noodle oh. when you're trying to figure out who's better here. Mm. Kevin Spacey and the Usual Suspects for Verbal Kit. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Who's better? Who wow. wins that? Really? Oh, Jesus That's a Christ. good one. How horrible is it that that was the same year? Huh? <laughs> Seriously, Fuck. those are two of the best performances of the all of the nineties, and they happen to be the same year. That sucks. <laughs> how, how do you how do you pick? I mean, I mean, the Academy right? did, but yeah, goddamn crazy. Oh, so. God, really when crazy. Stopped when you think about it. walking away. Oh yeah, my Verbal god, the whole is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cuss. Yeah, yeah. So good. But we're yeah. talking about Brad Pitt and Jeffrey Goins, the role that kind of showed hollywood yeah. that brad pitt is a fucking actor and yeah and he can do anything and he crushed this role okay god i loved it so much dp we gotta yes, sir. we're gonna close this out because marky here's the thing i don't know where you're going with this i'm looking through your list i'm looking through our list i don't i have a feeling but i, I don't do. know where you're going with your number oh, wait, one. Wait, there's, wait. There's one way to find out. AJ? Yeah. Mark, AJ, tell him. Do it! <laughs> what is your number one, Marky? I don't oh, know what God. this is. I'm curious. AJ said he knew. Do you, do you have a guess? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, this is my, like DP was saying, this is my favorite performance that he's done. Not necessarily, it is one of my favorite movies, and one of my favorite movies that he's been in, but there's other ones that I like more, but my favorite role that he's done is Mickey from Snatch. Hey, wow. I, I get it. Holy I shit. I had that a five. I, I love it. it. I yep. love it. I really do. I mean, that's there's oh, so there's good, no dude. other character like it. And I heard a rumor mm-hmm. when it uh when it came out that you know, DP was talking about some of that um this guy Richie was talking shit about how the americans couldn't understand the british accents mm-hmm. and he went ahead and threw brad pitt in there with a pikey accent the rumor i heard was that brad pitt had a role with an english accent and he couldn't do it so they gave him a role that's that was what like, i heard too was yes even i saw further, that too further off the rails but i mean that's such a fun character such a fun role and again like his physicality just like the, the way he moves and I was trying not to blow my load earlier when talking about <laughs> how he's he's just like this fun, drunk, happy-go-lucky trailer park guy, and he mm-hmm. never shows any other emotions besides wanting to fight and laugh and poke jokes. And you see him like he gets angry for a second in the barn, and then later you see straight vengeance coming mm-hmm. ex- exuding off of him, and then he is the one. Or at least he's part of the one, like his tribes, the one that uh, is the archetype of this revenge story that takes down uh, Bricktop and like yeah. all these other dudes. Uh, Marky, that is a fucking bold pick at number one. I love it. I do I too. fucking love it. I love it's it. so good. <clears throat> yeah. So good. So, um, all right. We have our top 10 uh, for all of us. We're going to deliberate for a minute and then we will. Uh, We'll unveil the top ten, right? Yes. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, listeners, you won't even fucking notice because within one second we'll be saying, hey, we're back. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this yeah, we don't have we don't have sponsors right, or there anything. Won't be, yeah. There won't be any ad breaks. <laughs> no, you'll just hear us say All we're right. back right after this. All right, boys, after a long, exhaustive evening of talking about Brad Pitt movies, we finally have narrowed this down to the top ten Brad Pitt performances of all time. We're gonna run through this list right now. We're gonna mm-hmm. say go start from ten to one. Uh everybody's gonna say a little bit. You know about about each movie, and so here we go. The unveil. Actually, re- real quick before we actually unveil it, just so everyone knows, this is now fact. Yes. Like uh, now that the movie council, not just a movie council, some movie council, the movie council has ranked the ten best Brad Pitt performances. This is now a fact. That's it. So yeah, hey, I, don't think, I don't think Google people, it. I, I don't think people understand that. No, I don't think they quite get it. But they it better, is they fact. better recognize. DP, You're goddamn so right. All right. Oh, so you didn't go. know? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna count these down from ten to one. This has been exhaustive, and we we went through it all. We're gonna do it right now. Here we go. Top ten Brad Pitt performances. Number ten is gonna be Burn After Reading. DP, you love it. I do. Yes, his role as Chad Feldheimer is goofy and funny and just kind of just enough off the wall to make him stand out in a film with some goddamn heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Francis McDormand, uh, George Clooney. I mean, there are just some killers in this film and he stands out. He was so great and so funny and has all these works that just make him so likable and it's yeah. so tough to watch him get shot in the face <laughs> in the closet yeah, so yeah, yeah and i think that's what did it for me him getting shot yeah. in the face made me truly love this performance yeah <laughs> all right at number nine marky fought hard for this one this is 1993's california with a k marky huge fan had a third in your list tell me why you love it so this is uh in brad pitt's 90s heyday where he was coming out on the scene as that pretty face pretty body and this is a role that he took that is painting him in a very gross kind of uh almost i don't think the character's ever racist but uh that type of person is he's a serial killer where david duchovny plays the protagonist and he's writing a book and he's going across country to go to visit famous sites where serial killers were and he has some travel buddies with him to cut down on travel costs brad pitt is one of his travel partners who happens to be a serial killer he's also (laughs) just this stereotypical redneck wears like a faded crumpled up hat with a confederate flag on it and he's (laughs) killing people along the way underneath the nose of david duchovny um it's not a role that I've seen him do since or anybody take something on like this. Um, and I mentioned to you guys earlier, it's, it, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, but he did such a good job that it's almost burned into my mind. Hmm. It's, it's something that sticks with you. Huge. That's huge. Yeah, All right. Oh yeah. Here we go. Number eight. This is one I fought hard for. This is The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford from 2007. 
Um, I just watched this movie for the first time in the last week. Um, Brad Pitt obviously playing the Jesse James character. Very scary, very violent, very uncomfortable at all times. It was something that he's rarely done in his career. This is something kind of really out of his realm. And I thought he really stepped up. I thought, uh, just again, I, I mentioned this earlier when we were talking, every time he was on screen, everyone was just scared and uncomfortable and didn't know what to say. Pitt had that aura in this movie of that. I thought he was incredible. Maybe outshined a little bit by Casey Affleck's performance. Doesn't mean right. Pitt wasn't incredible. He was. I love it. That's number eight. At number seven, we have one of his Academy Award-nominated movies, and this is his portrayal of Billy Bean in Moneyball. AJ, big fan, right? I am a big fan of this film. Uh, as you said, um, he plays real-life character Billy Bean, the general manager for the Oakland A's during the um, you know, sabermetrics era of baseball, and there, he has to keep up with the uh, the snappy writing of Aaron Sorkin in this, and yeah. as you mentioned, he was nominated for an Oscar for this, and well-deserved. He's uh, up to the task, and this is a really great performance. 2011. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love this one. I love him in it, and I love, mm-hmm. I love this film. Yeah, great film. Great flick. Alright, at number six, this is this is an interesting one. Because this was a movie that was kind of hanging around, kind of on the fringe of whether it was going to make the top 10. And then Marky made it his number one. So number six on the list is Snatch. Marky, tell me why this is your number one. I mean, this if anybody's seen Snatch, you know how fun that character is. It's um, The movie's been around for quite a while. I, f- I feel like it's, it's pretty famous. I mean, it's one of Guy Ritchie's uh most notable movies maybe a second one after mm-hmm. lock stock and smoking barrel mm-hmm. and it's brad pitt might be the first american like first main character american that he had and he plays such a powerful figure he plays a bare knuckle uh gypsy boxer mm-hmm. and he's got mm-hmm. such a thick accent that you can't understand a word he says you pick up every like fifth word that he says yeah. so it's it's funny <laughs> but at the same time he's yeah. such a violent person yeah. and the people that they uh his character is also cool because the people that they pair him up against you know he's uh brad pitt in real life he's not too terribly big i don't know he's like five nine or something five ten but they're putting him up against like six four two fifty dudes and yeah, mickey, mickey the pikey mm-hmm. is knocking him out with one punch so it's this fantastical, uh, drunk, foul-mouthed, caravan-sleeping dude. You can't understand a word he says. It's such a fun character. The movie as a whole, super fun. Uh, anybody that likes a gritty British uh, film has to know this movie. And it's such an iconic role. That was my number one Brad Pitt yeah. character. I came in at number six overall at number five. This is where we start breaking into the movies that all of us had on all four of our lists. And number five is the movie Seven. He plays Detective Mills. Uh, AJ, you had this as your number two. Tell me why. So in 1995's um, Seven, 
Brad Pitt plays Detective Mills in one of the most complicated characters he's ever played and uh, one of the most complicated uh, films he's had to, you know, he's had to navigate. And I love the film. I love Pitt in it. I think obviously we all and everybody knows the, you know, the 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 closing scene, what's in the box. That's what sort of, I mean, yeah. that's been memed forever, but um, his performance throughout is what makes the ending pay off so effectively. Good point. And I love mm-hmm. this film so much. It's his first pairing with um, David Fincher, and it wouldn't be his last and for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, at number four, again, this was really close with number three, but we did it did get edged out. Number four, amazing movie. This is his portrayal as Cliff Booth in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I had the pleasure just recently of watching this movie. Absolutely fantastic. Like we talked about earlier, we could probably go on about this. That's what we could do, dedicate an entire episode to just this movie. But if we're just talking Pitt's performance, the the level that he exudes of confidence and bravado and just that stud feeling in that movie and him hanging in there with DiCaprio and the way he did without seem, seeming like he was being outshined at any moment was so impressive. And of course, this was the one movie that Pitt finally won his Oscar for, and it was so deserved. Ends up at number four on our list. Very mm-hmm. deserved here as well. Really amazing performance. And then we move into number three. Again, really close with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But his uh, his performance as Lieutenant Aldo Rain in Inglorious Bastards comes in at number three. Marky, big fan, right? Yeah, man. Big fan. His first Tarantino role. Um, and it's this character, I, th- I think why I like it so much is that in this uh, World War II setting where everyone's dying left and right, Lieutenant Aldo Rain has like a half smile on his face the entire time. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah. somewhat he crazy. seems happy to be there. Yeah. yeah. Weird. He's having a good yeah. time. And he, he wants he, to kill Nazis. Yeah. He wants to. Nazis. Nazis. As, as yeah. He puts it. yeah. That's right. You know, it's, uh, it's a, a fantastical Tarantino movie where he rewrites history uh, that he's done in some of these later movies that he's had. And Brad Pitt plays this over the top southern uh lieutenant that has a command of uh it's all they're almost like mercenaries these jewish mercenaries uh they go behind enemy lines and they just disrupt shit and they just try to kill as many nazis as possible <laughs> there we go nice <laughs> and yeah and uh brad pitt's lieutenant out rain revels in the fact that he's there and gets to do this mm. and there's it's a uh, a wild movie and he's a wild character it's just a lot of fun and very yeah. violent yeah well uh, speaking of wild characters at number two his performance mm-hmm. in 12 monkeys falls at number two here dp you had this as number one i on did this yes uh and for me this is like easy number one his performance as Jeffrey Goins in 12 Monkeys was just so superb. Um, 
uh, go back, listen to the podcast. If you're just watching us on YouTube, you'll hear me talk about um, the the fun choices he makes as an actor. Like he he does as Chad Feldenheimer. He you know made these funny, goofy choices, and and with this, all of the choices are just so like perfect and so real they don't even feel like choices it just feels like you're really watching a guy that has serious mental issues uh, to the point like i feel like if brad pitt went and saw a psychiatrist in this role the psychiatrist would fucking put him into a home immediately like Mm -hmm. he was so good and so convincing and i absolutely love this role and it was the one that let Hollywood know Brad Pitt is a real fucking actor. Breakout performance, no doubt. Yeah. And number one, not that it's a shock that it's number one, but by the way, this nope. was not a runaway. This was not a nope. runaway. This this is actually a lot closer than, than I actually thought it was going to be. Um, and I'm happy about that. This was very competitive. At number one, of course, Brad Pitt, his best role of all time, Tyler Durden in Fight Club. I mean, what we talked about it again. I mean, what a multifaceted, incredible role, the physical uh, toll that this took on him, the fucking shape he got in for this movie. Holy God. Uh, Dude, the, you could watch your laundry on his fucking ass. It was amazing. <laughs> shit, right? damn. He's he's hilarious. He's scary. He's violent. He he pretty much runs the gamut on every emotion that an actor can put out in a movie. God, he is so captivating in, in fight club. You can't get your mm-hmm. eyes off of him. And when you go out there and you outshine Edward Norton, and I understand, right. you know, the roles are very different, but that is something right there right. to be, to behold. So unbelievable performance. DP, you had it really high too. You loved. I did. Yes. Ah, I mean, there's just so many moments in it that are just so, so fucking great. Like, uh, I, I know we mentioned him before, but him standing in the doorway with the yellow, like, uh, dish gloves on, gloves. dishwashing yeah. gloves on. Yeah, you want to finish your Dude, it's just one of the greatest, like, two That's seconds why. of movie history. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> he is so... So good as Tyler Durden. What were they doing that he it. needed yeah. those dishwashing gloves? <laughs> right? I mean, that is a shit. great question. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. And, and listen, hey, listen, AJ, you headed at number one, right? Not, not, not a close call for you, or? And so, yeah, I had that number one. It was easy for me. So, when we first uh, decided we were going to do this list, I put this number one, and then decided on everything else afterwards so um, (laughs) pretty pretty obvious for me but you know uh he's had some other really great performances it's 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 arguable of course but for Hmm. me it's not arguable and his chemistry with edward norton is amazing being paired up with with fincher again it seems like a match made in heaven and uh i'd like to see them work together even more. I mean, mm. it's just, it was something edgy like this again. You know, right. Something like this. Yeah, and Marky, you had it at number two on your list. I just did. Yeah. Only snatch beating it, so. Yeah, and it was a toss-up, to be honest. And I just, I I have 
is there's a smaller role for Brad Pitt and Snatch, but yeah. it, he's it's more like it's closer to my heart. It's it, yeah. it's just right. uh, <laughs> I just love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah, boys, that's it. That's the top yeah. ten. I, I, listen, I'll and just lo- can, can I just say uh, two quick things? One, AJ was saying, oh, it's arguable. Uh, him Fight Club, no, no, it's no longer arguable. Right. We have decided. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Fight Club is now Tyler Durden is the best Brad Pitt performance. Yeah, it's been that's voted it. on. It's been scientifically proven proven by the movie council. So yeah, no longer arguable. Mm. Do yeah, it. The, yeah, the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and for high. for our YouTube viewers, if you want to know how we narrowed it down to this top ten, go check out the podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on all of them, whether it's you know iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. I mean, I think Stitcher is finally shutting down. It was like one of the first podcast places, but I think they're finally shutting down. But yeah, Google all the places. Find us, listen to the podcast, find out how we got to this top 10, and you will see it is scientific and now inarguable. These are the 10 best. That's it. Amazing. All right. Well, listen, we got to um, we got to close this up. We've run long tonight. This is really you fooled mm-hmm. around long enough, AJ. And so um, can I just say one thing before we do close it up? Yes, sir. Nobody, nobody had Benjamin Button on the list. For another good fin- goddamn another, reason. Another Fincher film. Dude, I'd never <laughs> seen it. I watched it yesterday. It's 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 it. You know, but it's crazy because it's like I love Pitt, I love Fincher. It's a fuck based off a fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald novel. Uh short no no no, not novel, short oh, story. Oh, it's short, yeah. you're right. Excuse me. Um, I love Kate Blanchett, I love Tilda Swinton, I love Taraji Henson. I I, I it's just a movie, it was just like it was just a whole bunch of nothing. Mm-hmm. Beautifully shot, beautifully shot. But the movie's a whole it's bunch like, of it's like it's like Mank. Have you seen Mank? Like, I'm yeah, sure I, I actually I'm I like, sure that's I like the Mank same. Better. I like Mank better, but like it was beautiful. It's just the movie. It, fe- like, it feels man. like Fincher's been making some nothing stuff lately. God, he's, he's like he's bored. He's got a camera and he's got people that are willing to sit yeah. in front of it. I feel like yeah. he's got something. That's coming exactly out. what it is. I think he's got something <laughs> coming out this year. Hopefully, hundred percent. But my God, that movie was like again. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. It was just like, eh. yeah. Yeah. I prefer yeah. to watch like the next Jordan Peele film. Like I just yeah, I don't yeah. want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, again, Some we fooled around long enough to direction. So, we, so yeah, we yeah we gotta we gotta finish this off. Yeah, um, and in case we haven't found a place for me to cut the video, uh, this is it. thanks for watching. Uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> and now back to our podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I might cut before that. Yeah, Who figure knows? it out. Either way, um, but we gotta. We, yeah, we'll this figure. We fooled around long enough. Yeah, yeah. Marky has company, so we gotta run. So uh, listen, yeah, guys, <laughs> great work this week. It went long, but uh, mm-hmm. great, great, great top ten. We'll do some more. We'll figure out what we do next time. Uh, for myself, for DP, for AJ, for Marky, you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you soon. Good night. Good night. Night night. Act Brad. Act. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> the movie council is adjourned. <laughs> <laughs>